It's Skyrim. Stand by for pre-show banter. Hello. Yo. Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, yo. I've been working literally all week. Yeah. So me too. Yeah. Except not. Except uh, I have been grading papers. I've been grading a whole lot of papers. I graded a million billion papers this week. Oh my god, I can't get enough. If anyone interested, go on Mixcloud, look up DJ No Clue. I mean, we're not going to talk about it on the show. I so know, that's the thing. I've been filling it. up this little notebook. I think he's become me and I've become him. But he's still not here, so. Well, why isn't he on? I don't know. I haven't added him yet. Add him. Doing Freaky stuff. Deekies need love too. Freaky Deekies need love too. I've brought back a fan favorite. Ooh. What's that? What's that? Uh, that is the uh, random name picker. Oh. Uh, Everybody loves this. No. Loved it. So Zero people a... love that. Right. Okay. Well, let's let's start. <laughs> okay. Let's start the motherfucking show, bitch. Ah, uh, yeah. Here we go now. Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. Juju, juju, tell you about every single game. Oh, hey, Ginger Ball. Killing zombies is great, but the Veteran Gamers podcast is even better. Turn down for what? Come on. I need to play some HD games while I'm rolling my caddy. Hello and welcome to episode 522 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast and his Game of the Year, Game of the Decade, Worst Game of the, the Decade, which video I didn't know, game by the way. Of the it's Skyrim! Thanks for listening, everybody! <laughs> Good night! Wait a minute. Hang on. Hold on. Is that, there more to talk about? There really isn't, top 10, isn't there? By the way. What? Didn't even make the top 10. Wow. Skyrim didn't, didn't make, make your top 10 games of the decade? Are you on drugs? Nope. You are so stupid. What the hell you is know, wrong no, with you, no, Stuart? No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Come on. It didn't make mine either. Oh, no, for listen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. What rule do I have about the rule the you have is what's again. the best game of the decade? No, no. What's the rule? I, I always want something I different. I like things that are different. No, and I played Oblivion no. back in the day. My friend used to make little maps no. where he drew the name of each city what's on his map. Um, games that you finished? Yes. Guess what? I never. Well, finished. whose fucking fault is that? Oh, I got held up, man. I never finished it. Don't make me sick. But here's the thing. Even if I had finished it, it probably still wouldn't be on my top 10. Well, then what are you talking about? Why even bring it up then? You know, there's this rule I have. It doesn't apply here, but it's a rule I have nevertheless. It makes absolutely yeah. no difference to this discussion, no, but it's no an important difference. rule. Yeah, it is an important rule. I it's never not finished an important it, so I can't judge it because oh, I never God finished sake. it. sake. I guess we're going to okay. have a story right, time right. first. My is favorite that? Okay. time, it's story time. Story, story time. Yeah, what? Well, well, so, so as you all know, I've been building a PC. Ah. Yeah, we and, got that last week. What yeah, well, week? it's built, but it's noisy as hell. And I called Dude. Newegg and I said, hey, what's up with this 
graphics card and they said oh we'll ship a new one out to you right away well that was a week ago and i still don't have it do i in fact it hasn't even left their warehouse yet and i called them on friday and i was like what's going on and they go oh we've been closed for uh new year's so it's gonna go out friday or saturday well here it is sunday and it still hasn't gone out so apparently it's gonna leave their warehouse tomorrow i hope and if not i'll call them when i get home from school <sighs> this thing is never going to be thing. done. Here's the thing, though, Duke. What the bloody hell is it with you and noisy PCs? Well, I don't right. know. It's I, The graphics card won't slow down. The fan is 100% all the time. That is a bit weird. It is a bit weird, no doubt. I've have had you, a really hard time with this in the PC. Wrong place? What? Have you plugged the lead into I the I love wrong how place? most people go, oh, that sounds really frustrating. Even the Duchess, who couldn't give two shits about my PC, goes, wow, <laughs> you've been through a lot with this build. But Stu's going to talk about it. You put the lead in the right... Yes, I put the lead in the wrong... What does that even mean? Did you plug it directly into the power supply so it just doesn't regulate? I can't plug anything into my power supply. What are you talking about? I have no idea. That's what Okay, well then why don't you not ask me questions if you don't know what you're talking about? <laughs> Who else has a I story? Uh, I don't really have a story. Happy New Year, by the way. Yay, uh, Happy New Year. Woo! Very happy. <laughs> I am generally very happy. I'm just frustrated that these parts have been breaking and that the companies are very slow to replace them. Yeah. Yeah. Companies are dicks. Well, yeah, companies are so, existing to so make dicks. money as much as possible. And apparently they can just go on. New I mean, look, I like when companies let their workers have a New Year's break. That's good. But if you hire people in shifts, maybe everybody can have a break and you don't need to shut everything down for a week. That just we seems weird to me. For two wow. Weeks. Wow. Fucking wow. Yeah, but you're not a wow. customer service organization, are you, Chini? Like, that, that is true, Juba, right? This is from the man who sticks <sighs> up for the man, and then when the man gets time off, he ain't sticking up for fucking nobody. Stuart, the CEO is the man. The CEO never yeah, has the CEO to actually... The CEO ain't got to be sorting out customer services. You're right, so I'm not talking about him, am I? Oh my god! No, you stick it up for the working man. Oh, oh you I know, right? Stu is just in a combative mood today. I don't know what's going on here. Maybe we should just know. move I think on. You both should need we? To have some time in the naughty corner because <laughs> uh, you're both just as bad as each other. Okay. Oi! Shut up! Shut up! Right? This is how this shit is going to go today. Okay. Well, Shut I take this up. very seriously. Right. I'm gonna throw you off the show. Okay, I'm so sorry. Right, you know what? I'll tell you what. Chidi is definitely becoming me. Is totally taking control of things. Well, someone needs around. to. <laughs> I'm not pissed. No, I'm not. Right. I haven't drunk at all, to be honest. Okay. Sound like so. We're gonna do game of the year. Yes. Um, and yeah. we've got top five games of the year. We're all yeah. gonna have two minute cheats game. So we all do our fifth game. So you know, Stu, you do fifth. I do yeah. my fifth. Do fifth. And we've got two minutes each. I've got a timer. And also a dinger. Oh, yeah. Right. So we'll know when you've, your two minutes is up talking about that game because you know what these things are like. You can yeah. go on forever talking about these games and no one really cares and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> so. So. Um, you ready? Yeah. I'm stoked. I have got a fan favorite back, which is the random name picker. And we're going to spin the random name picker. And... <laughs> first to talk about their fifth game in their game of the year 2019 and it's me 
All right, go ahead, Shinny. You got two minutes. All right, here we go. go Shinny, go. and bam. So my fifth game uh, for uh, this is sorry, I'm doing many things at once. Is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order? Oh yeah. Uh, I was I was I was kind of struggling to put it on my. I don't know. I, I thought it was going to be quite high on the run up to it. All the reviews were really positive. Um, uh, I thought the story was better than an average Star Wars story. Uh, I, th- I I kind of think Star Wars stories are a bit lame, um, but I, I thought it was good. I, I thought it was very difficult, though. Uh, that's why it didn't make its way up to the top. Not that I'm opposed to difficult games, but it's just I don't know. It it just I thought I w- I would have liked a little bit of warning. It might have been higher if I played it on story mode, um, but it feels weird to be a Jedi and to die all the time. Was my main problem. Like a Dark Soulsy type game. Where you're a Jedi just isn't a nice. Match. Well, you want to feel like a badass when you're playing as a Jedi. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, like it, it's like if they were to make the Batman games more like Dark Souls. It's like, right. well, Batman's a badass. Like yeah. he doesn't die. Right. So it felt a bit odd to me. Um, but I really did like the story. I like the level design. I like, um, you know, it's a bit of a plot twist at the end. All that sort of kind of jazz. Uh, it was a, it was a fun time. I felt good being uh, a Jedi. I have nothing else to say other than. I don't know. I'm happy with it being my number five. Well, here's on a my question list. for you then. Uh, the, it's presumably, the payoff of the Dark Souls games is that when you get done with them, you feel like a total badass because you were able to achieve this overcoming. Is that how you felt when you finished the game? Uh, I never really felt like I truly got good. <laughs> well, all right, then. <laughs> you managed to muddle I'm, through. I'm, yeah, I mean, I, I, there was a point, I suppose, towards the end where I was, I was kind of getting the hang of it a little bit more, but hey ho. Uh, I've got five seconds left. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was very, very good. That's why it's my number five. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. I've got a ding. <laughs> oh, okay. To, well, I thought I'd need... compliment your ding with the classic uh, sound clip, but I guess not. Right. Okay. Random name picker. Um, who will it be? Who Show us the be? way and Let's we will out. flee. I don't know what that rhyme <laughs> is. Uh, it's Stu. All right. It's me. So your time starts now. My number five game of this year is Devil May Cry 5. Because it is one of the few games I have finished this year, so that helps. You know that, that you didn't helps have to, to stick it. to that rule, by the way. <laughs> I do stick to that rule. Of course he did. He is a man rule. of principle, Chinny. Okay. I am Fair a man enough. of principle. So why did you like Devil, Devil May Cry 5 so much, seeing as that you played the demo and hated it? I played the demo and hated it, but actually when I got the full game, I actually quite enjoyed it in a sort of crazy... Do you know what? There isn't enough stupid games anymore. That's what I'm saying. Like, games have got too serious. They're all about story. They're all about good voice acting. You know, they're all about lies. <laughs> they're all about like quality experiences. Ever. Yeah. You see, whereas Devil May Cry goes... Look, it looks cool. Yes. It plays cool. So I've heard. And it just goes, let's do the just stupidest shit ever. Well, it's way over let's the top, these, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, let's get these giant bosses, stupid swords that no person could ever lift because they're just so enormous. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't Bayonetta one of your favorite games ever? Of course. Well, how is that different from this? 
Uh, it isn't. That's well, you why never I described that game as stupid, really. though. <laughs> it's just a bloke instead of a woman. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, it's a similar type of game, and hence I'm going to like it. I've, I just enjoyed it, you know? I wasn't massively like, wow, this is the best game ever, but it was decent. It was a decent game. It had lots of... I, I liked it better towards the end, because as it got towards the end, there were so many different fighting styles you could use. And he just mixed it up constantly. So they constantly just threw... Like, at one point, you have a motorbike as a weapon. Nice. Yeah. I mean, what other game can you use a motorbike as a weapon? I asked uh, Katamari Damsi, I think. You roll them up. That's kind of like having... Yeah, it's not quite the same. It's not, not the same. same as whacking someone around the head with one. And there you go. Motorbike is a weapon. That sums it up. Yeah, that's, that's it. I'm done. All right, I'm, I'm done with the bell. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll spin it, but it's uh, it's it's Duke. I'm afraid. <laughs> All right. So my oh, number Duke, five game of minutes. the year, 2019, is nothing. I only played four. I don't know what to tell you. I scoured every list I could find of games that came out this year. I, I only have four of them. Why do we even bother doing a podcast? I don't know anymore. I don't know. Right, let's spin for number four. Hey, I'm not going to be a slave to your timetable, okay? Why don't you just let Duke go first with his number four and then no, just choose between No, that's not how it works, dude. <laughs> oh, all right. I could, no. I could uh, give a discussion about why I didn't play any games more than the no, four that I played. No, that's not how it works. Because of fucking Rocket no. League. We don't need a discussion, do no, we? No, I actually have sentence. a way of explaining it, but, you know. You don't want to Go on, then. Let's hear it. No, no, let him... Chini, let him... Let just him real quick. Play. Here's the thing. Look, when whenever Pong came out, let's just pretend that was the only game that came out that year, right? That means I wanted to play 100% of the games that came out that year. All right? And then later on, when the Nintendo came out, there were like five games that came out on the Nintendo in any given year, yeah? So I wanted to play maybe four of those five. Now, there's like 30 games each year that I really want to play. Well, I'm not going to get to all of those in a given year, so the next year I'll play some of the games from the previous year, and so I just, you know, there's new games coming out that I kind of want to play, but meanwhile there's games from last year that I really want to play. So I take my time and slowly move through the ones that I really want to play before eventually maybe getting to the ones that I kind of want to play. Whereas a lot of other people are like, hey, this came out this year, I'm really excited about it, and, you know, more power to them, but that's just not how I work. Wow. There you go. So yeah, I go. guess we'll just take that explanation. Okay, I'm glad to hear Yeah. Uh, right, Stu, you're up number four. Uh, number four. My number four game is Life is Strange 2. Ooh, yeah. you got two minutes. Go. Uh, I think it was a brave move by Don't Nod to actually move it away from the original story rather than trying to you know, like do a continuation. Yeah. Uh, there are nods to it. So there are some references within Life is Strange 2 to Life is Strange 1, but that's kind of about it. They should have had some of the same music. When you know I got my nails done, hair done, everything good. Don't get me wrong, music is still decent. There's still decent music in Life is Strange 2. I thought the story was good. I thought the, the acting was, was really strong. There was, some more, there was a few sort of what-the-fuck moments. It, that's why fuck? it's only at number four. You know what I mean? It could have been, it could have been higher, I think. But I think there was there was a bit, a little bit of cheesiness crept in. You know, and a little bit of unbelievability. Well, there's yeah. a lot of unbelievability in the first one, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the but the dialogue was better. They have improved on. You know, there was no hella good. For okay. instance, you know, yeah. they, they the dialogue 
and the relationship with the brothers was what held the game together. That was the glue that held the game together. And I think they did a really good job of making that relationship believable. And I think for me, that's why it's number four. I think it sort of made it in there just because they made a couple of really strong characters and actually worked with that and made it believable, that relationship, and uh, did a really good job of it. So there you go. Well, you got 30 seconds left, but it felt like you finished there. <laughs> it felt like I, I don't think there's a lot more to say. No, it's no. worth playing. Yeah, cool. Played. If you like a story uh, okay. driven game, well, you, you keep going. So shut the fuck <laughs> up. I'm making up my 30 seconds, man. No, no, you don't have to. I'll ding the bell. Right. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Oh, my God. It's me. What the uh, fuck? Who would have thought? Who would have thought it? Uh, no, my number four is. I have to remind myself what it is. Uh, Mario Maker 2. Mario Maker 2. Two minutes. Go. I forgot. Uh, I've already started the timer. I'm trying to delay it because two minutes feels like a bit too long. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Mario Maker 2. I never got into the first one. I always wanted to. Obviously, I'm a very big Mario fan. And I just thought they did it really, really well. Um, so, like, people who liked the first one didn't like the second one for some reason. Maybe because, I don't know, it's, like, too soon. Um, and they've had the experience before. But I thought it was brilliant. I thought that uh, it was really, really fun knowing how to make a level and also kind of getting into you're on the other side of the fence do you know what i mean like you we, we, we criticize all these games and like oh these fucking games are fucking shit and then you actually have to make one and you're like oh shit this is really difficult hey, how about and that? and like how you introduce like a certain mechanic in a game even though it's just mario you kind of think that every possibility of every level has already been played out but um no you know you can have a go at making something really cool so i got into the 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 idea of designing a level uh, what it takes to the designer level. Um, you know, I had people play test my levels. Uh, it was really, really good fun. So I, and, and also they had a really good single player campaign in this one. There was a hundred levels. They were all really fun. Um, they all had their own sort of take on things. And the campaign, even though it wasn't a tutorial, it kind of acted as a tutorial for things that you could be doing with your levels. It was kind of like suggestions, you know. Yeah. And it was like, oh, here's here's a level based on this one thing, which might be, you know, um, pieces falling down. And, and you, this whole level is based on pieces falling down, and it gets harder and harder and harder until you know how to do it at the end. So I'm, I absolutely loved Mario Maker 2. Um, and I made about three or four levels in the end. I wish I made a few more. But that is why it is my number four. <laughs> Bam. Bam. Um, all right. Next up is Duke. Yes. Duke, Duke, Duke. Uh, you've got two minutes on your number four. Hopefully you've got a number four. My number Off four. He said he did. He said he did. Yes. My number four game of the year is Ape Out. Ooh. Oh, good shot. Shit, uh, I forgot about Ape Out. Ah, see? You're glad I'm around, aren't you? And you take all that shit back about how much you don't like me being here. It nearly, it nearly went on my list today, pal. So, so the only I reason I played this in 2019 is because Epic gave it away for free during their 12 days of free games. So thank you, Epic. And you're welcome, Shinny, for me playing this game because Epic gave it to me for free. Um, it's good. It's very Hotline Miami-ish. It's a top-down game where you run around and murder people and um it's very difficult which isn't such a bad thing necessarily but it doesn't make me want to keep going back to the game like i wasn't going to stop i only played the first two levels so far but i wasn't going to stop because uh, until i got to the end of a level right i want to be in that positive mindset when i walk away from a game 
but the second level took me forever to get done with it probably because I'm not very good at it, but also because the turning radius is really small. In Hotline Miami, you could turn on a dime. This creature does not turn on a dime. And I guess that's fair because he's lumbering around and he's an ape, but it was pretty hard to get the hang of certain things. Uh, when you grab the dudes who explode and you fling them to the wall, if you're not perfect with your aiming, you throw them too close to you and then you die when they blow up. Yeah. Which again, isn't unfair, but it's pretty frustrating on the second level to be dying so much. I felt like it would have been better if they had given us a couple of levels that eased us in a little bit and maybe they get even harder after the second level. I don't know. But oh, I was they little... definitely got harder. Okay, well, I was yeah, a little did. frustrated by how steep the difficulty curve was. Um, but again, I didn't. That doesn't hurt it in my opinion. It's just but, you know. But it is one of those games that you just get better at the more you play. Well, I hope so because I'm not very good at it right now. But it is a very well-made game. Uh, the music is excellent, as Chinny has said. Oh, look, he didn't have a number five. You can let him have a bit longer. No, it's okay. I'm done. Four. I can stop oh, when right, the bell rings. I know okay. how to stop talking. It's fine. Uh, so there you go. Eight well, out. That's what, <laughs> that's what okay. you sound like, Stu. Has <laughs> uh, everybody. No, Stu hasn't done his number four, has yes, he? Yes, he, he did yeah, his number four. Yeah, I did my number four. Hello. I have like, your strange two. I've yeah. got two screens going on. I've got a timer. I've got a random. Do you want me to keep track of whose turn it is? Jesus Christ. It's fine. It's fine, Ginny. It's fine. All right. Who's next for number three? Number three Spin that is... wheel, baby. Me. Yay. Is, it, is this a fix? What is going on? What Why? Do Why do you care, to... Stuart? You're going to have a chance been soon. first every time. So I've, I've literally got a timer. Like anybody the... fucking gives a shit. Right. Number three is right. Snooker 19. <laughs> What is that? It, should, it should be Ape Out, man. Don't give me that shit. No, I forgot about Ape Out. Yeah, exactly. So, well, so obviously, Snooker 19. Um, I was very excited about Snooker 19 this year. And being a big Snooker fan, I, um, I I was looking forward to it. We got a chance to interview them. And that sparked everything on uh, our YouTube channel. And, uh, and we gained, I think it was like 500 subscribers um, just on Snooker 19 in the space of two weeks or something. And I thought, well, you know, might as well stream some stuff. So I had a really good time uh, streaming it. I had quite a lot of people watching me stream. I had about 50, 60 people watching me just stream snooker. Bizarre. Uh, so it, that kind of all helped. But I, I, it, at the end of the day, it, it is a very, very good uh, snooker simulator. You can't go wrong if you if you want to get your snooker on. There's not like, there's a lot to pick from if you're looking for snooker game. <laughs> oh, there's so, snooker pro. There's world class snooker. There's no, FIFA there snooker. Stephen Hendry's snooker. The, the, well, that one's meant to come out, but it's uh, it's still not out yet. So there's there's not many of them. There's snooker uh, with your one. friends. It's, it's, to, it's, be, it's, to be fair, Ginny, right? To be fair, you probably played that game more than any other game this year. Oh, I'd say so, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Easily. You must have definitely played on, hundreds of hours of that game. Definitely on the live stream as well. Like It's probably the most streamed game I've had, and I've had a good time. I've, I've had a really good time, and I, I've, I've really enjoyed I don't, it. I don't feel like you should be embarrassed about this, because... I'm not. I'm not. No, but you sounded almost like, ooh, I should have put no, Ape that... out there, you know. No, good. I didn't. Well, no, I, I said that. You saw that it. I forgot about Ape out. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Oh right, yeah, but, but it's gone. It, uh, snooker nineteen, it's good. And, Look, say uh, snooker, and I'm proud to say it. I'm proud to say that snooker nineteen <laughs> is my number three. Thank I think that's fair. I'm proud. Totally I'm proud. Fair. 
Done. Uh, right, who's next? Oh, Go on, spin okay. the wheel. Hang on, you can't go too fast. I've got to spin, spin, spin. <laughs> hurry it up, hurry it up. We're in a big rush. Oh. Right, so got 30 more games to talk about. Duke. Hey, Duke. all right. So my number three game of the year is the Division Two. Oh my god! Well, what have you got? Make still. You're not doing disappointed already, are you? Hey, Division Two is good. Why were you disappointed by it? I don't know. I never played it. Well, then shut up. God, people. You know what people want to tune in for is people (laughs) talking about games they haven't played. That's why I I have number five. You you got mixed up. That was all. I was a bit. I was a bit disappointed with it. To be fair. Fine. Be disappointed with it. At least you played with. Why were you disappointed in it, Chinny? Well, I, I just, I, I suppose the spark wasn't there. It didn't yeah, fine. I, I didn't care about a spark. I wanted more division. Guess what this game brought me? More division. Awesome. I loved it. I had a lot of fun upgrading the buildings and running around shooting people. And there were different little, you know, gadgets to use. And the weapons felt solid and the world was big. And the biggest difference, which I really liked, is that it wasn't all dark and gloomy all the time. You had some open spaces. You had some sunlight. You got to see the sky. You wandered around Washington, D.C., which is an interesting setting, although Fallout 3 did it many years ago. That's okay. The point is, uh, it's a. It, it, I thought it was a great game. I had a lot of fun with it, and it was big, and you got to make a lot of choices about where you were going to go and how you were going to tackle things. And, uh, yeah, you know, I felt like a badass when I was playing it. So, big thumbs up, the, Division 2. What, what? The, the one thing that I had with it was, like, the enemy AI is, like, really aggressive in the yeah, Division 2. That's fine. Um, yeah, I just thought, and, and I don't know, I, I think I find New York more interesting fine. as a setting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm more of a Division One fan. That's but no, fine. it was good. Division I mean, I played it though, dude. Can yeah. I enjoyed it? I like the I, I, just, I like the first just... one. I like the second one. Mm. I think it's weird for me because I played a shit ton of the first one. Yeah. Played loads of it. I got you played to, a like, shit ton of uh, Oblivion too. Yeah. 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 True. True. And then you never went back uh, to. But but I had no interest at all in Division Two. I was just like, I played the demo, so I played it a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know. I was just like, all Division. If nothing else, this episode, I've learned that the delay on the video stream is exactly 15 seconds long. There you go. <laughs> uh, lovely stuff. Okay, who is next? It's Stu, isn't it? Stu, of course. It is number three. Uh, number three, Stu, go. My number three game of this year is The Climb. Oh, no, look, it had to happen, man. Right, I'll tell you for why. I'll tell, obviously, I'll tell you for why. I've got a prediction. Your next top, th- your top three yeah, games are all VR. They're all games. Be, yeah. No, they're not. No, oh, they're not. No, well, no. there's on. one of them. Uh, that is. The climb, right? And the reason I've I've picked the climb as well is because, well, two reasons really. First of all, I think it's a complete technical marvel that they've got something to look this good on an Android operating system is beyond me. It's some sort of voodoo. Because it just looks incredible. The second reason is it's just exhilarating. It's it's just the weirdest sensation because you just stood in like a, the single spot on the floor. What's weird is right. I've been playing it today as well because I just love it. I but think we need video weird, footage of you playing. Yeah, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Uh, but yeah, what's weird? Even though you could move around, I feel like you shouldn't. So you you don't have the inclination to move your body like feet wise, even though I could. Well, of course you know, not, so because you're going to fall in... off a mountain if you do. Well, I guess that might be why. I guess that might be why. I don't know, but it's 
I think just the stuff they've done in this game is just ridiculous. Like, today I climbed an area I hadn't climbed before, and there's probably three or four different routes you could take. So there's so much replayability in every sort of climb that you do. And they take, like, 15 to 20 minutes to get to the summit. So it's it's not a quick game, you know, and you've got to be careful. You want to look where you're going. They have crumbly sort of handholds, so you've got to be quick. They've got ones that have got like poison ivy on, so that obviously drains your stamina if you if you are hang on to those for too long. So there's loads of variation, you know. And as the game, and some of the jumps you've got to sort of do, and then grab onto the ledge, and you panic, you know, you panic, and then you lose your grip because you're panicking, and you've just got to keep such a cool head all the time. Uh, but yeah, the one that I did today, which I hadn't done before, I got to the top. Oh, let's let me finish, man. No, the bell says critical. you're done. Shut up. No. Got to the top, and the red arrows went overhead, fucking doing a full-on display. And I'm okay, like, that's amazing. Great. That is fucking incredible. That's insane. Yeah, it's great. All really, right, spin really the wheel. Okay, done. Uh, number two in our games list, game of the year 2019. The first person to go and read their number two. It's me. Hey, <laughs> all right. Well, guess what? Hey, no. oh, what you gonna do? No, what are you, what gonna, you gonna, do? gonna do? Forget about what it. Gonna, what are you gonna do? Uh, right. Uh, what is my number two? Yes. Uh, uh, my number two is Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, uh, the new one, and all that jazz. Oh, it's all good. Yeah. I love it. I cannot. Yeah. I cannot stop playing it. I just. Well, yeah. That's all I want to play. I, I love it. I think they've done well bringing it back to what we love about Call of Duty. It's brought back a lot of my old friends. We used to play Call of Duty together, and I know that's not. I'm not the only case there. I'm sure that's happened for many, many people. Yeah. Um, they did it. They did a mode in the in the multiplayer where you could play. I think it's like Mosh Pit, but they put um, shootout map in there. But they put shipment in there as well. But they took yeah. it out now. And when shipment was in there, oh my god, that's all I played. I love <laughs> shipment so much. They got the twenty four seven shipment. Uh... Yeah, but they, they don't have it anymore. Oh, that's right. They but, did take it out. Yeah, they took it out. And I, I, I wish they put it back in because yeah. I just love shipment so much. Um, and uh, I've tried the, the night mode, the, you know, the realism mode, and they, yeah. they've got, like, night vision. What was interesting about that was, like, you all the hood is gone and yeah. someone can see your laser. So the, the if, you're, if you're aiming, the enemy can see your laser, which I thought was quite an interesting take. They just keep swapping up. I suppose the only... Uh, wrinkle on uh, Call of Duty is the co-op, the spec op stuff, which is awful. But so the single player is also very, very good. I think they did a, just a cracking job with it. The fact that we're still bigging up Call of Duty in 2019, which is now 2020, uh, is pretty incredible, really, well, yeah, seeing I as agree. that the, the, the golden era was 2007, 2011-ish of Call of Duty, and it's, uh, it's back, and it's great. 18 seconds to go. I'm going to end it there. Lovely. Lovely. Lovely stuff. Right, let's pick the next one. And the next one is Duke. Hey, hey Duke, all right. Yo. All right. My number two game of the year is Far Cry New Dawn. Yeah. So, spoilers for Far Cry 5. Whoops, that was the wrong button. Warning, warning, warning. A uh, nuclear bomb goes off at the end of the game, right? So how are you going to have uh -huh. a DLC sequel add-on 
for the, that game that has anything to do with anything. Well, they they zoom ahead many, many years until the fallout clears and you've got this kind of post-apocalyptic world, but nature has come back pretty well. So it's kind of beautiful. And there's all these pink flowers everywhere for some reason. And there's these psychopaths going around murdering people. And you have to go stop the psychopaths from murdering people. Pretty simple setup. It sounds a lot like every other Far Cry setup ever. Yes, it is. It's exactly the same. It's a lot like all the other Far Cry games, which actually is fine. I don't mind that. It's exactly it like stummies. And the twist is? It's a much bigger pill. Question Chinny. Well, why is it uh, better than The Division 2? Um, because I'm more of a Far Cry fanboy, to be honest. I like the first-person element. I like the fact that um, you're kind of building up a base. And you kind of build up bases in The Division 2. But The Division 2 feels like each piece is pretty small. And you, it doesn't feel as tactile. I've always loved in the Far Cry games the fact that when you get in a car, you see your hands open it up or you climb in the window or whatever it is, right? Reloading, healing yourself in the Far Cry games is very satisfying to me. And this game did a very good job with that, as with all the other ones. And they introduced some silly new things. There's this gun that shoots saw blades. And there's, a, you know, the story is kind of dumb because the cult that the dude led is kind of coming back and you have to kind of settle up with them and uh, whatever that's the plot of far cry has always been pretty dumb i was especially disappointed with the ending of far cry 5 but i felt like um whatever the gameplay is so great that i don't even mind that the story is kind of stupid there you go far no, no, let me say dog. a little more let me just finish hang on shut up <laughs> um Okay. Okay. Stuart, you yes. are up, Stu. What you got? Number two, of course, is Beat Saber. Ah, there it is. Hey, what do you know? I had to have it. In all honesty, it's probably the game that I've put nearly the most hours mm. into mm. playing this year. I mean, I have played literally hours and hours and hours of that game. Now, I have to tell you, Stu. According to Google, this came out in 2018. Not on, not on the Quest, it did. Yeah, it? I know, but it didn't come out. It well, came out, do you know what? Fuck Google <laughs> and fuck you for being pedantic. Oh yeah, if it's me, uh, I'm yeah, being yeah. pedantic. All right, you've got you. one minute twenty. Being a nitpicking twat. Go ahead. Come uh, on. Right. Anyway, Beat Saber, yes, amazing game. Uh, wouldn't be the same without without the mods. So it's it's a it's a weird one, really, because if it didn't have the mods, it wouldn't be the game it is now. Um, but yeah, amazing game, like amazing community of people just completely making these maps all the time for, you know, with, with like current songs and stuff. And I've got a question for you, Stu. Yes. Do you think it would have been your number two if it wasn't modded? No. Because I, I think if it hadn't been for the mods, I probably wouldn't have played it anywhere near as much as I did. Mm. Because I think it was that variation of of being able to play all these other tunes and stuff that gave it the the interest, you know, all the continued interest that I gave it. Because so it's like, the, keep, you know, something fresh all the time. Should the mod be winning the game of the year? Possibly. Oh, Possibly. Maybe. The modding community are my number two of the year for Beat Saber. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that right. is pretty much it, but yeah, amazing we'll game. There. We'll end it there. It's brilliant. Uh, <laughs> it's a nice place to end. Yes. Great. Okay, now we're getting into the mad shit. Yeah. We're getting into <laughs> the number one Dude. games of our 2019 experience. Uh, mad 
Shit. Mad oh. shit. <laughs> um, Who's going to go first? Keep, keep in mind. Uh, let's, hold on. Do you reckon we can predict each other's? No. Before well, I can predict it. yours, uh, I think I can predict yours, Ginny, because I have a yeah. feeling it's the same as mine. Ooh, you want to say it at the same time? Uh, I'll give you a drum roll and then tell you to say it. Uh, can we, shall we do it at the same time? Right, here okay. we go. Here comes the drum roll. Yeah. 2019 Veteran Gamers Game of the Year is... Resident, Resident Evil 2. 2. Hey! Yeah. All right. Let's give ourselves uh, two minutes to talk about it then, Stu. Uh, yeah. Let's go. Two minutes. Um, I fucking loved Resident Evil 2. I did. I, I, so honestly, much. it just... For me, I think the biggest surprise for me is I, I knew it was coming, but I just had no idea how good it was going to be. Uh, uh, just just how well they made it. You know, it just looked new. incredible. Just like little touches like like the map. You know what I mean? Yeah. How like good the map was and, and like how good it was at telling you like, you need the key for this room because it's red and you've been in this room, but you haven't been in this room. It was so clear and easy to work around and it makes when you've got like a var- an environment like the the police station which can be quite confusing um that map is so crucial you know to just having a good experience it just it, it was it was it was nice enough to you in that kind of sense but also really cruel in like okay giving you like five bullets at this point and i always felt like the bullet management stuff they did was really well done you know i never felt like i had uh nothing left but I felt like I had, you know, you know, I was I was struggling all the time. Was I bet used to? Yeah, no, I think as well. What what they did really well, they made it just hard enough. Oh yeah. So so there was always tension, and and especially once the the raincoat dude started following you around. I can't even remember what he's called. Mister X. Mister X. But once I see, I never played the original Resident Evil two, so I didn't yeah. really know what to expect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just even from just from the get go, you know, just from the opening cutscenes, you knew it was just gonna be good. Do you know what I mean? It had yeah. enough jump scares. It had stuff that gross you out. It had loads of tension. Mm. You know, creeping around those those mutations that sort of ran at you were just freaking horrible. Mm. But you had to be super quiet and you didn't want to disturb them, and it was just just brilliant. Totally uh, brilliant. When you hear Mr. X like walking around the police station as well. Oh yeah, and you, you and obviously the sort of directional sound giving you an idea of where he might be as well. <laughs> Just worked really, 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 really well. <laughs> Amazing game. Totally deserves game of the year. <laughs> that's Mr. X. Uh, right. Around. Well, that's mine and Stu's game of the year. All right. Stu, do you reckon we can predict Dukes? Well, yeah. I can't. Well. There's only one other game I can think of that he's playing. Well, this how about you say it after the drum roll? My 2019 game of the year, according to Stuart Chinney, is Red Dead Redemption 2. Nope. Rocket League. No, Rocket League didn't come out this year. I don't I know. fudge I that sort of thing. Y'all don't know what I played. I guess. Um, oh, I know. I what? know the computer fucking weird computer game. Nope, that didn't come out this oh. year. Y'all suck at this. I'll give you a hint. It's been said. It has? Yeah. It's one of y'all's number one top five. Oh. I'm having a look now. Well, it ain't none of mine. Nope. Snooker 19. Nope. <laughs> oh, it's Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Specifically, the multiplayer. Specifically, Team Deathmatch. Specifically, Team Deathmatch, the small boards. 
Because that's all Jesus. I've played. But it's awesome! The daily challenges are so much more interesting than I thought they'd be. Although they appear to be bugged because mine didn't change in the last two days. And I looked online and apparently a lot of people are having that sort of problem. But whatever. It's, it's, it's finally brought us back to the love that I had for the game in the Call of Duty 4. Because, I, like you said, Shinny, I can't stop playing it. It's, it's, it's kind of taking over the spot that Rocket League has had for many years in terms of like, you know, my, it's I, at this point, to be honest, I have like a triumvirate of things that I do. I sit down to play games and it's, okay, I play one or two games of Rocket League, one or two wins, and then I'll play some Call of Duty and I'll play some Skyrim. Like it's a great way to combine, you know, if I have an hour for gaming, I'll do 20 minutes of this, 20 minutes of this, 20 minutes of that. It's perfect. Mm. And mm-hmm. Call of Duty just ticks all the boxes, you know. It, the maps are really interesting. I'm learning them, so that's handy. Uh, I love being able to shoot down, uh, you know, uh, the kill streaks. And the nobody else appears to shoot uh, the uh, VTOL when that little hell uh, the plane oh, shows I up always, in the air. I always shoot it. Those bastards. And all my teammates are like, somebody shoot it down. I'm like, I'll shoot it down. And then when I do, nobody says thank you. I'm like, hello, you bastards. Mm. Show some respect. Yeah. But uh, the game is so well done. It's really well made, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. I do think that it should be optimized better. You know, I had to buy a new PC, basically, in order to reliably get into the games, and that shouldn't happen. But that said, uh, it's really well done. I'm loving Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Big thumbs up. Game Nobody of should buy a new PC to play one game. Well, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. It's also nice to be able to play Skyrim without having the sound bug out every five minutes. And I can play it on, you know, well, I guess I had it on the highest settings before. But still, it's great. I'm loving everything. The end. I, I played, I, I bought uh, the PC to play PUBG. That is so. true. That is uh-huh. true. And you bought a PC. You're going to buy a PC just to play Alex. So you must have been making a joke about yourself, yeah. Stu. Yeah, that is also true. I can't deny it. Yeah. It's possible. No, I'm, I'm just going around to Genies. We agreed that last week. Right. Okay. Those are our games um, of the year, people. Hope you enjoyed it. Those are yeah, our games of the year. Yeah. Uh, next, we're going to do uh, worst games of the decade. Stu, due to a bit of miscommunication, so we're going we're gonna to run through... Uh, you, what, what, you've got 2019 worst? Disappointing um, games. Not necessarily worse because I haven't okay. played very many bad games. Right, but disappointing. Disappointing. Swapping around the, 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 the list is really confusing for me So uh, <laughs> because I have to do the random name generator. So let's go through your most disappointing games of 2019. Well, num- number two isn't strictly a game. Okay. So he's, you're doing is... your three most disappointing and you're starting with number two. Or do you only have two? Yeah. I only have two. Oh, okay, fine. And the, and the first one is the Game of Thrones ending. Oh, <laughs> wow. Game of, game of Thrones. Oh, game. that's not a game. <laughs> Next. I know, I couldn't think of any other games. So I just went, ah, Game of Thrones ending. That was very disappointing. Okay, fine. It was. Number one. Uh, what's your <laughs> most actual, disappointing game? My real disappointing game was Metro Exodus. Oh, oh yeah. You were really hyped uh, for this. I was. I was totally like hyped for this game. I thought it was going to be amazing. I think he was wanted... into it for for a week or so. Well, I think he well. wanted to will I himself was, into it. But so what's what I went wasn't... wrong? What's why is it so bad? I think. Do you know what I think it was? I think the first two games had a tighter story, and also they were more claustrophobic. Yeah. You know, there was that feeling of always being sort of enclosed underground in the subway tunnels and. I think that's what I liked about it. And I liked that sort of journey of getting from point A to point B and the relief when you got to where you needed to go. Would you say this is a bad game? 
I wouldn't say it was a bad game, but I just wasn't. It was it was more generic. Yeah. Because I felt like the the original two games were kind of more unique and individual with the story and the sort of settings. Right. Whereas I felt Exodus went more for mainstream appeal. Yeah. So they sort of lost some of that sort of uniqueness that the first two games had. And although I sort of enjoyed it and I finished it, you know, I got to the end and everything, I just felt it just it just didn't feel like Metro. Yeah. It didn't feel right. It was just these like having open areas just didn't feel right. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just, well, it's not I what you want didn't... from a game like that, which is fine. Yeah. I wanted more of, more of the same, as silly as that sounds. Yeah. Uh, but I'd have preferred more of the claustrophobe. You see, in the, in the original two games, you only went outside on very rare occasions, you know, either to get from one station to another and then you was back underground again. Well, and the air was poison, wasn't it? Is that true in this game? Some of it is, some areas are, but some areas are now sort of habitable. Right. You know, and I I guess that's what they were going for. It looked great. I mean, graphically, it looked great. Yeah. But I don't know. I just just didn't like it as much as the other games. It it was just too much of, let's go for this open world template with side missions and stuff that every other game does. Right. And I think that's it. They just kind of felt like a sellout. It felt like they went... Nah, we just want to sell more copies of this game. Let's make it appeal to more people. Right. Ding. There you go. All right, um, so that's your disappointing right how, game. Uh, uh, now, me and Duke uh, followed the rules. And we <laughs> yes, yeah. did. Worst games of the decade. <clears throat> and it was quite tricky to pick three. Um, worst games, most disappointing. It's kind of the same thing, right, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but um, Duke, do you want to go through yours? Yeah, and sure. You, I'll give you a minute each. Right. One. I don't know that I'll need a minute each, but I'll do it. Uh, number three, Dear Esther. Hey, Dear Esther, why is your name associated with this shit game? This was the Fuck first you, walking Duke. simulator. I, you, all right, right shut now. up, Stu. Fuck I didn't you. interrupt you when you had your time. Fuck you, and I'll tell you. Go ahead, why. fine, say it. Whatever you want. Whenever I'm why, done, you can say whatever you want. But you're not talking when been. I'm describing my worst games, okay? There would this have is... been no Gone Home. You know what? I'd be okay with that sacrifice. I love Gone Home. <laughs> no, I think it's a wonderful wouldn't. game. But if it if it meant right, that I wouldn't right, have had to dude. play this piece of crap, fine. I would have been okay with it. Look, We've got 36 seconds. The thing with a walking simulator is it needs to have a good story. Dear Esther doesn't have a good story. It has a vague outline of some stuff that may or may not have happened. Uh, who knows? Who cares? And then there's a bird. Uh, spoilers. Dear Esther's garbage. So that's my number one. Wow. Yeah, that's three. Uh, number two is the Stanley Terrible. And in fact, what? yeah, I know, right? You know this was coming because oh and someone God. on Kotaku uh, wrote a piece that was like, why these games weren't quite my game of the decade. And they wrote something about why they love Stanley Parable. And then they said, uh, the Stanley Parable now feels to me like a time capsule. The tone of its humor was deeply prescient, given that the punchline of every joke on the internet is now, what even is life anymore? Oh, well, we're all going to die soon. But there's a desperation to its cleverness that no longer speaks to me. Back then, I felt a kinship with the game's winking excess. Look at me, I basically said by writing a gargantuan multi-part review of the game at the time. Look how clever I am, too. But now I realize that that's just stupid. 
So, and they didn't say stupid, but that's how I felt when I played it for the first time. It was way too smarmy for its own good. It didn't actually have a real point, which I thought it would, and it didn't dive into the humor like the way that its demo did. So there was a lot of potential there, but it was all wasted. A game's shit. Can I just say, though? Can I just say? One of the best demos ever. Yes, it was a great demo. But they, the game it itself was. was trash. It was still good. Yeah. Okay. Number okay. <laughs> and number one, worst game of the decade. You know what? I don't even need to talk about it. I've already talked about it, and we I mean, have it queued up. This game way more than enough. Right here. It's the veteran gamers. What well. happened at the end of yours? Um, I went to Craigslist <laughs> and I put the game up for sale because this is one of the worst. Goddamn game experiences I've ever had in my life! I hated this game! Heavy rain for those who don't vomit. know. Oh my god! And I'm so mad at you because Chinny. Stu, I knew he was gonna be going on and on and blah blah blah, it's so wonderful, it's so brilliant. But you, I trusted you, and I know it's really my fault because I was like, oh, I'll commit to playing it before the show on Monday and blah 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 blah. And I started playing it last night, and I, I woke up at 6 a.m. this morning, because I always wake up at 6 a.m., and then it was like, I'm going to just play it, and I've been playing it ever since, and I finished it, and I can't believe I wasted all that time, because I hated it. Oh, my God. So, there you go. Heavy Rain, worst game of the decade. Yeah, I could have predicted that one. Exactly. I'm sure that Heavy Rain was 2009, but it's not. It's 2010. Uh, yeah, it is. I just no I was looking around on lists of game of the year and I saw it and I was like, oh god. In fact that's yeah, what guess, made me want to do of worst games of the decade, so I had to double check before I put it on my number one for game of the decade. <laughs> uh, yeah, very funny. I see what you did there. Um, no chance, that's new on number one. Don't even bother joking about it. It's not even on the list. It's not on the list. Um right. So my three games of the worst games or most disappointing games of the decade. Um number three. Uh, I was excited for this game. It was Homefront the Revolution. Oh, yeah. Uh, Homefront <laughs> the Revolution was so bad that I made a video about how bad it was. That's right. And every now and again, it makes me smile when somebody comments on this video and goes, <laughs> yeah, this game fucking sucked because um, it was so bad. This was almost your heavy rain. I remember you ran. Oh, how God. bad this game was. I just hated it so much. It I could I was bad. confused. I was confused of how bad it was. I was like, it can't be this bad. I mean, Homefront, the first game, wasn't it, great. It wasn't amazing, but, but I, it was fun and it was coherent. You know, it was it was you know, it was coherent. Yeah. Like it, it made sense. It, you could do stuff. And right. then the game had a game bug where I couldn't progress any further. Because yep. stupid me back then would have probably finished it if I could, but I couldn't <laughs> because there was a bug oh, and it darn. saved my life. So, fuck Homefront the Revolution. It was shit. Um, I'm sorry for all the people that worked on it, but it was all a bag of wank and a waste of time. <laughs> all right, number two. Uh, number two is Crackdown 3. Oh, I don't yeah. need to Very tell you from what that Crackdown that came has out had... This year. <laughs> this year, Crackdown has had a roller coaster of a ride. Um, some people liked it, but those people probably bought it, uh, probably played it because they own Game Pass and they just got it anyway. They didn't pay fucking sixty quid for it. Mm. it you know, if I'd have paid money for this game, I would have been upset. I would have cried. I think uh, it, not only is it bad, it's it's worse than its predecessors, which I'm not quite sure of how uh, they did that. How is that and also, possible? 
<laughs> it took like seven years to come out. This game was not worked on for seven years. This game was worked on, cancelled, scrambled, deleted, yeah. put together. Uh, you know, somebody found it on a hard drive and said, should we put it together? Because everybody keeps asking about it. I suppose we should. And Microsoft kind of just did it to make good with Do you know, do you know what I think, though? Do you know what I think the biggest grievance with this game was? What's that? Like how much bigging it up Microsoft did. It's gonna be. A, we're gonna use the power of the cloud for the physics. Thanks for taking my last twenty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, but okay. you know what I mean. They made so no. Many Stu, promises. stop. This is Chinny's time. This is my my minute. Fuck off. Right. Uh, right. Most disappointing. Worst. Number game. one. Number one. Are we ready? Yeah. We're ready. Evolve. Evolve. All right. There is video evidence of <laughs> Stu, myself, Bongo talking about this game and how yep. great it is. We had a very isolated experience in a very enclosed environment. We played one game. This was at Eurogamer? EGX. EGX, EGX yeah, wow. 2015, I think it was. And, and we were like, oh my God, this is really good. Oh, wow. We're going to play. Ah, oh, it's brilliant. It's going to be brilliant. And little did we know that that's all the game is. It's just the same thing over and over again. It's so and not in a good boring. way. Not not in a good way. It's yeah. very very boring. I was so excited about the game, and I even enjoyed the beta to a certain extent. And I remember some people playing it, going, "Oh, this is really good." And it was the people who made Left 4 Dead, and it was going to be a surefire hit. And it came out, and it was just... I've never been so disappointed. I mean, I don't really overhype myself with games or anything like that. Um, but I was I was dead certain that this was going to be good, and it was trash. You see, I liked it. I You're enjoyed right. the the bit the time I played it. I I enjoyed it. You're my right. biggest my biggest <laughs> issue was like you it. couldn't always choose the class you wanted to be. So you'd end up either playing a class you didn't want to play, or you ended up being the monster when you never wanted to be it. And that's and the fact that you couldn't have one of your friends as a monster was just ridiculous. And it's pretty ridiculous. It was. Yep. All right. So are we ready for the main event now? Oh. Uh, before yeah, we get so to that, I, I want to give do... a quick pre uh, mid show shout out to uh, two people that I played some Rocket League with this year: Fym Ether, aka Jake the Dog, and B for Bex. Uh, both of those people, I was about to uninstall the game. I was having a really angry week in Rocket League, and then I managed to find games with them, and like we had a really good time. So I want to thank them especially, but also thank GH Rocker because he's always good for a laugh on Rocket League. And uh, yeah, it's just I'm really glad that I met them because uh, I played I play with you last week. That's right, you played with me as well. Uh, it's it's nice to it's so it's such a different experience when you have a teammate you can rely on when you play with randos. Sometimes you have a good teammate, sometimes you have a bad teammate, but it's so unpredictable. So your game style has to change in order to compensate for the mistakes that other people make. And as a result, I think that makes me make more mistakes. So I'm very grateful for my friends that I can I, play I, with. I, I think the same thing happens in Call of Duty where I was playing the Domination map earlier. Yeah. And everybody was just getting kills. Like, yeah. they wasn't going for the things. Right. And they was just oh. camping by... Well, that's one of the, the reasons I can't play objective games on Call of Duty. Yeah, but, but when you play with a group of people... Oh, yeah. ...that are fighting for... Like, you just trample over them. Oh, sure. And you can each cover a part of the map or whatever. Yeah, yeah and you communicate and you talk. It makes yeah, a massive exactly. difference. Right. Uh, right, I'm going to spin the wheel. And then the first person to get selected will be talking about their top 10 games... And Stu, the video, video game of the decade. 
It is you, Stuart. <laughs> okay. So we're going to go through all way, 10 of you... this person's games. Is that right? So, so again? Yeah. Are we taking it in turns still like we did with the... Or others? are we doing all 10 for each person? I think I think we'll do all 10 because that that's was stressing fine. me out earlier. Yeah, that's fine. Um, okay. Well, let's do all like, 10 but, then. But I think if you want to say... You don't have to go on to this massive war and peace about each game. No, no, I'll uh, talk a little bit about it. It's Stu, you know he's okay. going to. Keep the timer um, handy for one minute for each. Are you doing two? Can uh, I just say, before before I do this, this will Pick it now, really Chinny, because you're not going to have to make the decision later. Uh, okay, I reckon one minute each game, yes. but I'll wait till Stu starts talking about okay. it. The... By the way, I was just saying it was really hard to, yes. to decide on ten games. Do, I'm going to say some honorable mentions before I get to my ten. Do we want to say oh, some honorable mentions now? Oh, gonna cheat. Uh, Do you want okay, to just say some honorable mentions honor- real quick? Have you got any honorable mentions, Stu? Well, I didn't have, but I can do because there was games that didn't make it to my list that probably should have done. Yes, no, go I've ahead. got a load. Which, for instance, The Last of Us isn't on my top ten. Oh, my God. It's not I on know. mine either. I would give it an honorable mention, yeah. It's yeah. on mine. Last of Us. Jeez. None of the Uncharted games are on my top ten. No, nope. none of those are on my top ten. Either. None of the Uncharted games. Mass Effect Three is not in my top ten. Fuck Mass Effect Three. Yeah, it was still good. It was yeah. still a good game. It's still good, but fuck it. It's still a good game. Uh, none of the Dragon Age games are in my top ten. There's there's just so many games that could have made it into the top yeah. ten that just didn't. Skyrim, as I mentioned uh, earlier, is not in my top ten because you taste suck. Fallout Four. Is not in the top. Oh, ground. what is just... wrong with you? <laughs> I'm sorry, Idiot. it just isn't there. It's you not just don't, You just hate Bethesda. That's all. You just you change. Oh, for my top ten, no chance. Not a chance in oh, hell. No um, so let's get into my top ten. Okay, okay. let's get into it. Number ten. Number ten. I'm giving you a minute each one. Off you Number go. ten. Number ten is inside. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Which. Is just an amazing game for anybody out there listening to this who's never played it because it is a weird game, right? It's it's just such a brilliant game on oppression, which sounds like a weird thing to say. Um, and I think there's nothing like the end of that game when you break out and you suddenly become this like cause all this devastation on the people who've been oppressing you all the time, yeah. It's just just incredible just great game great experience just crazy totally twist your noodle uh took years and years for them to make this game and it was almost perfect why so you why did you say the, almost like the perfect indie game really yeah all so right that's number 10 number 10 is now i didn't really do, i didn't really do these in a sort of order of likingness to be quite honest well, so there are no so particular order yeah i'm just trying to think now which would be really next right Okay, next next in my top ten, number nine. I'm going to stick with the one that's at number nine. Make sure you uh, like mark it so you don't forget what you've I said. Know, I know, I'm going to highlight them as I say. All right, go on. Uh, uh, go. So, number nine, The Walking Dead. Oh, okay. Obviously. Yeah. See, that, that, you know, the way I did my list was like I put as many games as I could and whittled it down. The Walking Dead didn't even make my top 15. I don't know what it was. Wow. Mm. I, don't, I don't know how that's possible. Go on. Why, why do you think it's great? Why? Because I think it was the first of the sort of choose-your-own-adventure games that came out. You know, these sorts of games that were... I mean, it was puzzly to begin with. You know, they were sticking to that sort of more um, text-adventure game, but more in a 3D way, you know, with sort of puzzles and stuff. But I think as, as the series went on, they realised that the dialogue choices were puzzly enough for people or, or gave you that 
the sort of locomotion within the game and choice. And people just wanted a good story. Yeah. You know, something interesting. And I think that's that first game achieved all of that. And also a lot of the games I've put in my top ten are something that gave me like an emotional response or something that actually touched me in a more emotional way rather than just the mechanics of playing a game. Okay, you you're ready? Lovely. Yeah. Uh so Walking Dead, your number nine, number eight. To the moon. Yeah. To the moon. This to is the moon is my honorable number eight game. Uh, for similar reasons, I think To The Moon was was a game that, when I initially looked at it, I didn't think it was something I would play or enjoy. But once I started playing that game, it, it was just such an incredible story and such a cool and unique premise. The The mechanics of that game were horrible. Yes. The, the puzzle thing that you had to do between levels was just ridiculous. Yes. But the actual story and the, the dialogue and the way that it was presented and... The ending, and I did the, cry the, quite a bit. Yeah, the final emotional it's, impact was remarkable. It's brilliant. Yes. There's no other game I think has touched me in that way. Yeah. You know, I think I think it's safe to say that I've played a lot of games since then, and before it. And I don't think any game has come as close as that for, to to get that sort of emotional response from me. Yeah. Uh, shame you're wrong about that game because it's fucking shit. But anyway, <laughs> uh, what is your number seven? Game of the Decade. My number seven Game of the Decade. Unbelievably, are you ready for this, Ginny? Hold your fucking horses here. Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay. number seven. Trying to keep my cool. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, look, right, okay. There's no denying that Red Dead Redemption is one of the greatest adventure games ever made. Yes. Okay. And I don't think anyone can deny that. But there's and just again, other games talk about the emotional more. impact of the final part of the game. Like, yeah, wow. again, it's it a similar sort of thing. You know, it it just had that sort of... It was Rockstar not being dicks. That's true. Exactly. For a change. Does that kind of make sense? I mean, really, they did that with was, GTA 4, to be fair. It wasn't the first time they had decided not yeah, to be but it's, it's the first time they've made a game. I mean, you could do a lot of dickish things in, in Red Dead. Don't get me wrong. And people did. But it was the first game where you couldn't sleep with a prostitute, for instance, which is, <laughs> you know, it sounds like a weird thing to say. Yes. But true. But true, it he, he, he was like a character in a in a rock star game that had morals. They got a little, well, you could tie her to the fucking railroad tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. You could. It's limited morality. Let's let's not get it twisted. But yes, they did grow up a little bit. Yeah, they did. Okay. Seeing as okay. your opinion is wrong, uh, <laughs> what's, is it number six? Uh, yeah. No, number five. Number five. Sorry. Go on. Number five. Number it's five. getting tough now. It's getting tough <clears throat> for me to order these now. So go I'm then. gonna go. go Fucking hell, this is difficult. Uh, number five, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with. Ooh, I hate to say, but I'm gonna go with Journey. Oh, Journey is number five. That's tough, though, man, because I love that game. Someone has to. Um, I think what was incredible for me about this game is, again, it was a game that elicited a massive emotional response from me. Ridiculousness. And, and it only happened because it was like, uh, I played it day one, first morning. It was early morning. It was about half past six, seven o'clock in the morning. And I only met one other player. 
and it was right near the beginning of the game. It was sort of maybe the second level in sort of of the game and I met this this other player and the the hook of the game was you didn't know who you were playing with. The only way you could communicate was by making noises to each other and doing stuff like that and making signals and that was the only way you could communicate. And I played with this player all the way through the game right till the very end and then lost him in the very last level of the game. And I was absolutely devastated. I was just absolutely gutted that I'd lost him before we got to the end together. And Meanwhile, he was, he was like, ah, I got away. <laughs> I know, it was just devastating. Um, and that's the only game of that game I played where there was I only met one person because obviously as it got more popular and more people bought it, there were more people in it. So there you go. So you enjoyed the glory hall of video games. You enjoyed <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did indeed. To right. I did indeed. Oh, uh, no, you're number four, Stuart. Number four, I know, number four, I'm going with... He's picking these as you get as well. <laughs> I am, because I just put them in, I didn't put them in any particular order. Uh, number four, I'm going with The Witcher 3. Wow, this is lower than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's... This is one of my honourable mentions. Yeah, The Witcher 3, just, just incredible. Scope, mm. size, story, characters, dialogue combat I, I could go on and on and on i think this game is almost a perfect rpg for me it has everything it has magic it has combat it has scary creatures funny it's just brilliant i mean i don't know what else to say the witcher 3 is is almost the perfect game but not quite because there's three above it for me in this <laughs> for the decade for the decade but yeah brilliant game I've, i put more hours into this than possibly any other game i played this decade you know put, I, I reckon i've got on for 150 hours oh yeah in the it's week which is nothing compared to duke skyrim <laughs> I, realize, but, I was gonna mention the uh willy wonka meme but even so still a lot of hours in the witcher 3 yes. okay so that's your number four the witcher 3 for the decade yeah. was, it, was it three was it three or four? No, oh, that, that was number four. Number four. That was number four. So, so here we go to the top three us... for Stu of the decade. Top three. Top number three. three. Here we go. Here we go. Number three. Bayonetta 2. Yeah. Wow. I just love this game. I just love it. I, wow. I just play it and I love it. I can't believe The that... Witcher 3 is lower than Bayonetta. Yeah, I know. Right? I know. But Bayonetta, I don't know what it is. I just have more fun with Bayonetta. And and I think as well, I think I waited a long time to play it because I loved the first game and I waited and I waited and it came out and I was like, oh my God, what if it's shit or what if it's not as good? And it it was just better in every way. The combat was better. It was just tighter. The scope was bigger. And it, it was just brilliant. I love it. I can't get enough of Bayonetta. I can't wait for Bayonetta 3 to come out, which is part of the reason I bought a Switch. Mm. Uh, and I'm still waiting. Who would buy a console just to play a game? I know, it's ridiculous. Bayonetta. Number two. two. I can't believe that beat The Witcher for you. I'm still shocked. Shocked. I know. Shocked to the point. It's hard. It's hard. He likes a stupid game. Uh, Right. Your number two, Stu, for the decade is... Number two for the decade is, of course, Portal 2. Yeah. Portal 2 is my number two. Mm. Um, yeah, one of the greatest puzzle games ever made. Yes. There, there's no doubt. Everything about it, it's elegant. 
the mechanics they bring in as you go along, the light bridges, the mm-hmm. emulsions, you know, all those. They took everything that they did in, in one and just times it by 20 and just made a brilliant story, brilliant characters. Just, you know, when life gives you lemons, you're going to make lemonade. Mm-hmm. It's just just awesome in every single way, really. And Wheatley was is one of, still for me, one of the best video game characters ever made. Very funny. Just, just yeah, funny, hilarious, well written, well acted. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Merchant said he'll never do another video game, though. Well, he couldn't one end on a higher time. note. Um, okay, so that's your number two portal. Here's two. your number one the video number game one. of Any, the yeah, decade. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, if, if I suppose. What, what Duke and I should think about is, do we have an idea? Because we don't want to guess because we want you to say it, but do I have an idea? I don't think the Witcher... I, I would have thought it would be The Witcher 3, to be honest. Yeah, or I would have it would be The Witcher 3, Duke. Maybe you and I should guess together and Stu should reveal. Um, hmm. I think... Maybe, is, is it a VR game, Duke? Do you reckon? Uh, probably. It's got to be, maybe. Is it the DJ thing? It could be the DJ it thing. Could, I think it might be, because it's like a game changer, totally different. Yeah. And he does nope. like the, the thing he loves latest is like his favorite ever. So let's nope. say that, yes. We think well, it's that. You shouldn't tell us if we're wrong, because yeah. you've already said no. But anyway, <laughs> uh, right. Game of the Decade. All right, here we go. <laughs> Drum roll, Stu's Game of the Decade. Deadly premonition. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you is this a joke? This is a joke answer. <laughs> it's true. It's totally true. Did what, you know? Fuck. Deadly premonition better than Portal 2, the Witcher. What the 3? hell is Are wrong with you? Insane? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> better than Red Dead. Think about that, Chinny. Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh god. Oh, for me. God. For me. He's only doing this to get this reaction out of us. So don't let's let's not give it to him. <laughs> Whatever. I love it. Troll. I love the game. I How many hours have you played it? How many times have you gone through it? Well, I, I would have gone through it again, except it keeps crashing on my PC. So once. Otherwise, I'd have played it again. Soon. How many times have you gone through Portal 2? Twice. All right, then. How is this better than that? It's just unique in every way. <laughs> I'm not denying that it's unique, but a big cat <laughs> turd on a cracker is unique. It's not. It's got one of the best game stories ever for anyone right whoever loved twin peaks or any of that like it's just weird tv shit like that david lynch managed to pull out of his head it, this is it this is the video game version of that <laughs> you can't cut him off now we, i spent most of that time complaining <laughs> but y'all know deadly premonition right it was equal measures of terrible and brilliant at the same time. And I think that's why it's my game of the decade. I mean, if I think about any games, right, Deadly Premonition is always the first game I think about. You know, if, I, if that was the first one that went on my list, you know, when I was thinking about games of the decade, I even I went to check just to make sure it came out within this decade was the first thing I did. I'm like, yeah, it did. It's definitely number one. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just I just loved, loved it. I mean, it was terrible. It was terrible, but it was wow. just brilliant. You just said it was At terrible. <laughs> oh my god! I, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. I fell off my chair earlier, Stu. I'm sorry. I'm brilliant. At the same okay. Time. By the way, by the way, I missed a game. I highlighted it and then didn't say it. 
So there is a, there is a missing game, and I don't know where this came in my order, but I should mention it because it was in my top ten. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I managed to highlight and not mention it. Uh, the <laughs> the game would be Soma. Yeah, uh, was was also in my top ten because I just think one that is just one thought provoking game, just amazing. Yeah. So yeah, Soma's up, Soma's up there in my top ten as well. Fucked up the order now, so I know, I know, I've no idea where that came. <laughs> uh, annoying. Um, so, okay, Soma's a game. I'm not going to give you a mini on it because you forgot it. So say <laughs> great game. Yeah, Duke, you are up. You've been picked by the random generator, even though Stu just picked Deadly Premonition just to get attention, but that's up to him. <laughs> okay. Um, so let so me give some honorable got... mentions first. Yeah, honorable mentions. That, honorable mention. Ring the, the bell after each of... one. I'm just going to say the names. You ready? Yeah, go. Okay, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Yes. Right, yeah. PUBG. Wow. I thought you were going to ring the bell between each of these, but I guess not. Okay, oh, okay. sorry, no. Yeah, Overwatch. Uh, Super Meat Boy. That got really close to being in the top 10. Uh, Saints Row 3. Or Saints Row the 3rd. Uh, that Dragon Cancer. Great game. Opus uh, Magnum. God, awesome God, puzzle God. game. Dota 2. Starbound. Stardew Valley. Oh, so good. Limbo. I can't believe that's not in your top 10. I know, sure. right? Hotline Miami. Damn it. And those are my honorable mentions. Okay, here we go. Everybody ready? Uh, yeah. <coughs> I got the, uh, hold on. I haven't got the minute timer ready. Uh, <laughs> Get the minute timer okay. ready. Go. Okay. Number 10. Shadow of Mordor. Ooh. This oh, yeah. game is a Ubisoft game, not made by Ubisoft. Uh, they do the open world formula perfectly. This is one of the only games I have ever 100%ed in my life. I've never even 100%ed Skyrim because I don't like... Uh, having a bounty in the holds. I'm a law bear through and through. But um, Shadow of Mordor is a great game. You the, the stuff that I usually don't like in games, like riding on a mount and attacking people with the cargore, I loved it. And you feel like a total stealthy badass, but you can also mess up a group of 50 monsters if you want. Uh, I just never got tired of running through it and playing it. It's a shame that the sequel didn't bear the same kind of fruit, but Shadow of Mordor is just really polished and beautiful, and I loved it. And it showed that Warner Brothers can make a decent game when they put their mind to it. Is that a minute there yet? You go. Uh, <laughs> That's got to be thirty seconds. Nine. Whoa, wait go. a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Here whoa. comes the just fun cooker. Can I just can I just just make some mention here that you say Warner Brothers can make a good game when they put them out? What about Batman, everybody? Eh, I played a couple of them. They're all right. Well done. You thought of a game that one of them was all time made that was good. <laughs> no, that uh, was good. All right, yeah, sure, sure. Like you never make a great game. Number nine. Number right, number nine. Go. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Is this the new one? More specifically, yeah, the new one. More specifically, the multiplayer. More specifically, Team Deathmatch. <laughs> That's all I've played. But it's so good. And the fact that they finally got it right again shows that Activision was correct to not give up. Because they made a bunch of very mediocre Call of Duty games along the way. And I haven't even touched the co-op or the campaign here. But I already love the multiplayer. And I've gotten my money's worth already. And I'm going to keep playing it for a long time. Because it's really well done. The one thing I don't like about the multiplayer is that in previous games, you ended up playing with the same people. Not every match but you know you'd see them the next match when you play with them this match you have a lobby right this time you go into a new lobby after every round which is really annoying because if there's someone you kind of liked in the last round 
if you didn't get their name and add them to your friends list, you're not going to see them again ever. So that was kind yeah, of frustrating. Not, I missed I missed the good old days when there were like rooms you could visit, and I got to know some people by going to their room that they set up on their server. Wow. There are some games that do that. Insurgency is another of my honorable mentions that I didn't mention. Insurgency Sandstorm. All right, so that's number nine. Number eight. Number nine. See, look look at this, Stu. Duke understands the rules about moving on after the bell. I'm on number Amazing. eight. Amazing. Number Whatever. eight. Whatever. Yes. Number eight. Rust. Now, wow. Rust should have been y'all's you know, honorable mention, too, because Rust is awesome. And I don't play Rust much now these days. I actually just tried it again on my new build. And it's still a great game, even though it's gotten really unoptimized. But back in the day, I mean, it's gone through so many incarnations. And I think that the different forms of the game have been so lovely. And the experiences we had with Rust as a multiplayer community, they rank up there with the experiences we had with uh, Left 4 Dead. Because I had so much fun messing around with y'all and the whole team in Rust back in the day, building enormous towers and having to help you get to that tower and like making it a refuge where people could go and relax and hang out in my tower. That was just a cool thing. And I think that Rust did a really good job of taking the idea of survival and turning it into something kind of desperate, which Daisy had sort of done. But I think Rust gave us that building piece that was really nice. Number seven. Rust. So much. I forgot about it. Yeah. Um, okay. Number seven. Off you go. Number seven. Walking Dead Season 1. Yay. Stu's already talked about this, but I will add that, you know, what Walking Dead showed us is that a good story is really important. And even though they gave us the whole choices matter thing, they understood that it wasn't really about the choices. We want to steer the car, but we mostly just want to steer it a little bit here and there so that you didn't really have a lot of options about where the story ended up, which is fine. You shouldn't have had that because the more they focus on giving you randomly, you know, divergent endings, the less satisfying it's going to be for us to talk about it as a group of people. What they did was they made good characters and they made us care about them and they raised the stakes. And that's how you tell a good story. And they told a good story in this game. And it was one of the few video games that's ever brought me to tears. So that's why I love The Walking Dead Season 1. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Number six. Number six is it? Yeah. Six. Yeah, number six. Now, I don't know if this qualifies or not because apparently... I don't know. There's a discussion. Is it the ending to Game of Thrones? No, it is not. I would not presume qualify. to call that a video game because it's not. Um, I guess Mass Effect 2 doesn't count because it came out in 2010, huh? Uh, not really. Mass Effect 3 counts. No, fine. No, Mass Effect 3 then. I'll say Mass Effect 2010 is, is part of the decade. Whatever. Two th- number 1 to number 10. Yeah, because it would be number 9. Whatever. We're going to start counting this games that came out this year in the next game of the decade discussion. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Mass Effect 2 and or 3, whatever you want to call it, however you want to evaluate it. We'll think of them as one unit. Two. Okay. Just... So, again, the, the characters are really good in this game. The story isn't as good. The story in Mass Effect 2 is basically end of the world. All creation is going to be destroyed. Reapers have to be stopped. Blah, blah, blah. But the relationships between characters were really well done in this game. And I think it's BioWare's, 
I suppose you could say Masterpiece. I still think Dragon Age Origins is a better game overall, but I think that the emotional impact of Mass Effect 2 is even better than Dragon Age Origins. Although I was genuinely upset when a character betrayed me in Origins. Mass Effect 2 has a great setting. Uh, Femshep is awesome, and that was a kind of important step forward. Um, you had really interesting high stakes moments and in mass effect 3 you also got a really good moment when uh, what's his name said had to be me couldn't risk other people not doing it right or whatever he said um yeah i think the bioware really flexed its muscles there i think i think i agree with that yeah. one that might make an appearance in my top 10 as oh, well oh yeah yeah weirdly weirdly i didn't include it because obviously the original game came out in 2007 the first well, one. Mass Effect 2 came out in 2010, so yes. I guess I could have included that. I guess you could have. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, you did. Yeah, Moving on. Done. I didn't, oh. but I would have done. I don't Number know. five. Number five. You're not going to like this, Chinny. Oh, wait. Oh. You are going to like it. Red Dead 1. Yeah, yeah. Red Dead. Yeah. Um, as I said, when Stu was talking about this, uh, it's the ending is one of the most powerful emotional impacts in a game. Uh, it has depth it has a world that you want to spend time in it yep. didn't hold your hand but it really showed you the ropes haha ha, get it because you're a cowboy uh and it didn't feel like the world was needlessly large whereas the second one i feel like it's really spread out and some people like that i'm i've, I've realized that that's not necessarily a selling point for me because if you have to ride for 10 minutes to get to your objective Mm, that's not always a good thing and there's no fast travel so whatever red dead one really well done good story um it's not perfect i don't think it, it's there's a reason it's not number one on my list uh but nevertheless it was a really excellent experience and good interesting characters the end all right all right so you're on number four number of your best game of the decade four is portal Two. Two. Yeah, Portal two, wow, yes. Wow, that's like low line. Mine was low. Mine was number two, wasn't it, I guess? Right. So Portal 2 uh, took everything that was great about the first game and it just doubled down on it. They added just the right number of other things. So in the first game, you have... Uh, you know, making the portals and then you have the boxes and stuff. And then they said, okay, how can we take this in an intelligent new direction? A lot of game developers would have just said, we'll put in a hundred different new uh, mechanics and you have to deal with all of them and we'll have a meaningless story that won't have any impact. The story in Portal 2 is really good. The characters, as Stu said, you know, Wheatley's a great character. But, you know, the orange accelerator goo and the blue bouncy goo and the white, you know, paint, spray portal wall surface is awesome those were really well done and well executed the light bridges were nice as well and the uh, teleporter beams and stuff and but they kept the turrets and they kept the uh, companion cube and it was a great song at the end i was really hoping that they would have a good song and they really delivered on the song which i was very happy about at the end of that yeah the one thing i didn't mention can i just say it's something that i didn't mention which i should have done was that Portal 2 did this amazing thing of making you feel like a genius when you figured it out. Yeah, I felt pretty good. Yeah, it was just difficult enough to challenge you, but also not so stupidly difficult that you couldn't do it. The most important thing for me is that the sounds and the, the feel of the game when you finish, you figured out what was going on, it would make that sort of noise. Yeah. I love that. 
So, all right, number three. Number three. Number three. It's Rocket League! Of course it is. Mm -hmm. There has never been a sports game that has had any kind of pull on me the way that Rocket League has. And I think it's weird to call it a sports game because, of course, it's cars with rocket engines on them. But it's closer to a sports game than anything else I can think of. It's not a driving game, really. Um, But it's so addictive. And it's addictive because it rewards skill. And the reason I love it is the reason I hate it. Because when I don't play well, I get really mad at myself. And of course, the community is very toxic, but that's not the game's fault necessarily. I do think Psyonix could do more to crack down on toxicity, but nevertheless, the game itself is so beautifully made. It does such a good job of throwing free crap at its users, and it's just a lot of fun to play. It's just really, really fun to play. So Rocket League is fun, and that's why it's my number three, because it's fun. Can I say fun some more? Okay. Fun, 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 fun. fun, fun we fun, can't fun, argue fun. with you. You've played that game more than any other game, I would imagine. That's true. Although it's kind of tied, I think, in terms of hours played with my number one, but whatever. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no idea what that might be. <laughs> number two. Number two. It's a tie between wow, Fallout really? New Vegas and Fallout 4. I can't oh, decide which one I like better. Because Fallout New Vegas had a better story. There's no doubt about it. But... Fallout New Vegas also was really buggy, and it was really, I don't know, I think they messed up by putting the different ammo types in, and Fallout 4 did such a good job with the mutating monsters and the boss-type creatures with the skulls on them, and it was just, I, I actually, as I've said, I had a moment in Fallout 4, for those who don't know, when I first had to figure out if I thought these droids were humanoids, if I thought they were people, if they had, you know, an identity that I deserved to, that deserved my protection. I thought that was a really powerful moment in video gaming, because Detroit Become Human is trying to do that, but I think Fallout 4 did it first and did it better, even though I never played Detroit Become Human. But <laughs> yeah, Fallout I think 4, that's hard for you to say, Duke. If I whatever, mean, totally I don't care. Honest. I hate whatever. Peter Molyneux, so screw him. Uh, or David well, Cage, whatever his job. name is. is Peter Molyneux? Yeah, yeah, David Cage, whatever. David Cage. The point is, uh, Fallout 4, I think, did a lot of things really well. I love the Boston environment. I got to see David Thore- uh, Henry David Thoreau's cabin, and I actually even like building up the castle and having people live in there with me. I like that as well, Duke. I think that gets a bad rep that, yeah. in that game. Amen, brother. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. okay. You guys going to guess Bro, what my shoot, video shoot game I mean, of the decade? What could it be? Video game of no the idea. decade. I'm what could Let's it be? It should be. I think it's Skyrim. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> Yes, of course, it's Skyrim. Now, give me a minute. Go. Skyrim oh. is a game that I never get tired of starting over and over and over again because the mechanics of building yourself up and learning new shouts and getting better equipment and smithing. I'm even getting into alchemy this time around when I'm playing it now. And the mods are amazing and it's so engrossing and it's a world I like being in. As much as I like Fallout, and obviously I'm a Bethesda fanboy, guilty as charged, 
But I don't really like being in the Fallout universe. It's okay when I get to be a badass and I can conquer the things around me. But I don't enjoy wandering around the Fallout wasteland. Because all I see when I look around is, that used to be a family. There's a bunch of dead people. That car used to have a child in it. But in Skyrim, you see butterflies. And you see people on pilgrimages. And you see a farmer with his cow. It's so awesome. And the world is beautiful. And the music makes me sad because it's a sexual predator who made it but nevertheless the game itself is just glorious and i started once upon a time writing about it and someday i'm going to write a big long piece about why i love skyrim in detail but that'll have to do for now wow 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 right well that was a journey journey is not on my list because that game shit journey what a journey glory hall of video games yeah what a fucking game so when you started to say you could only communicate by making noises, I was like, it is a fucking L'Oreal. Um, <laughs> Rice. Journey. Okay. Right. Stu- uh, Chinny, go ahead. Mine. It's time for your video right. game. The v- video thing. game of the decade. Okay. Uh, number 10. I've been swapping this around as you've been doing yours. So it's been, it's <laughs> nice. a very dynamic list, this one. But I've slucked it in there. That's it. I'm not okay, moving it. No changes from here uh, on out. Do you want me to keep track on, of Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions, Do you want me? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, honorable mentions uh, are... Um, Fallout New Vegas, I'd enjoy a lot. Um, Saints Row the Third, Skyrim is in there. The Yay. Witcher, I unfortunately get an uh, honorable mention. Uh, the Last of Us didn't make it. Uh, same as you, Stu. Yeah, um, it's tough. tough list, man. It's, it's tough. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, oh, I should have yeah, given DJ was... Hero an honorable mention, too. That was a good game. Sorry. Yeah. Resident Evil 2 Remake didn't make it. Mario Odyssey didn't make it. Uh, God of War. Uh, and Snooker 19 never God, I didn't even think about God of War how weird is that I know yeah um, wow. but it was on there anyway right let's get into it number 10 on my game of decade timer goes here we are is Mark of the Ninja oh I should have given that an honourable mention Mark yeah, of the Ninja played a shit ton of that game one of my favourite games it was much higher on the list and then it got knocked off the list and then I squeezed it in at number 10 it didn't feel right to have my top 10 games of the decade and not have Mark of the Ninja. I love it so much. It's a 2D stealth ninja game. Basically, it's like Batman Arkham uh, Asylum, but in 2D. And I think it is phenomenal. It came out, no one knew what it was. And it, it just, it, 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 it kind of Microsoft shat it out on the, on the Xbox Live Store. And, and it stuck because it's great. I love it. I've played it about four or five times through. Weird and story. I think I'll... Say again? Weird story. Uh, weird story. Stories, you know, it's it, it, whatever. It's just a MacGuffin story, really. It's nothing uh, that interesting, but um, it's it's all good. Love amazing music. music. And that's why I. It's on my number ten. And the music is amazing. Music is amazing. Art is amazing as well. Yeah. Right, number nine <clears throat> on my list. Sorry, Duke, uh, but it's on my list. So number nine is uh, Rocket League. Yay! Rocket League is on my list. Um, I, I think, to, I, I, you know, I've been debating whether to put it higher, but I, I definitely felt I was obsessed with it for about a year. Yes. And then it fell off. And, uh, I, you know, even as I'm looking at it now, I was like, maybe I should put it higher on my list. But now I'll stick with it. Rocket League is number nine. Um, absolutely love it. 
I, I was so sad because I didn't have a PlayStation 4 when it came out. So I was itching and itching and itching to play it. And I managed to, I used to play it on my work PC because that was the only PC I, I, I had that could run it. Nice. Um, and Matt and I would play Rocket League. And it's one of the very few games that Matt um, has played and enjoys. So I play it with him. We played, we've had Rocket League nights at work. Yeah. Where we let people stay over and, and play Rocket League. It's a great game. It's a, it's a game where you hit a fucking ball with a car. It's <laughs> ridiculous how fun that game is. Yes. Right, that was my number nine. Number eight is uh, a PlayStation 4 exclusive. It's Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, I should have predicted that, really. Spider-Man is, um, I think, just uh, one of my favorite. I love Spider-Man games anyway, even the bad ones. But the fact that I got my AAA absolutely polished, brilliant story, brilliant uh, brilliantly acted um, yeah, Spider-Man video game, all out, guns blazing, full budget. I'm so pleased. And I was obsessed with Spider-Man when it came out. I couldn't believe how good it is. The combat is phenomenal. Um, I hope they make another one. I think they will. Uh, there is not really much negative that I can say about Spider-Man. I loved every minute of it. And there's some DLC that I haven't played um i loved all the extra costumes the comic book costumes that they added brilliant absolutely brilliant uh, and i think um that's why it's number eight on my list of the decade right how are we doing my list so far are we agreeing yes agreeing? it's fine i've heard great things it's about fine. spider-man I, okay I'm... number seven number seven a game that I, that I got obsessed with on christmas eve one year oh i played it and uh Loved it so much. It was Hotline Miami. Yeah. Speaking of which. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Hotline Miami. Who, didn't um, someone gift that to you? Who gifted yeah, it? Was, was it Dan? It was Ver- Verbal Rob gave oh, it to Verbal me. Rob, it of took course it was. Two years for me to actually play it. And he was like, I told you. I was, you know, uh, and I, I just loved it so much. And, and to be honest, for me, before I played Hotline Miami, I was like, you've got to like it more than Mark and Ninja. I'm like, no way. But I, I, I just couldn't put it down. I, you know what? And I still haven't played my Hotline Miami 2. And I know it's not as good as the first one, but it's still like pretty good. Um, but I just love that game. So I'm, I, I was addicted to it. I couldn't stop playing it. I was obsessed with it. I was obsessed with the soundtrack. Oh, when soundtrack I first heard the, the music come on, I was like, oh, my God, what is this song? And my favorite song is called Moon. Oh, yeah. uh, and, and it's just unbelievable. So that's why Hotline Miami is number seven on my games of the decade. Yeah. Right. He doesn't even uh, need the full minute. Well, no, I am doing the minute. Oh, did I've, you? I've got the timer I didn't, in front I, of, it yeah. didn't feel like a full minute there, but go ahead. No, no, I've got the timer in front of me. So I know how to finish it just on time. You yeah. Um, right. Uh, number six is Mass Effect 2. Uh, I would say definitely the best Mass Effect game in the series. I think most people would agree. Yep. Uh, it took me a year to play Mass Effect 2. I bought it brand new. It was uh, cellophane wrapped uh, on my... Um, shelf uh i didn't pick it up for a year later and i couldn't believe it and i i remember thinking i'm just gonna play mass effect 2 in any free time i have you know like mm, no yeah. fucking around on the phone no watching anything nothing i'm like i'm just playing mass effect 2 because it's so good i couldn't believe how good it was yeah. um uh, and i, I just love the story love the characters uh, I, I loved the, 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 the levels. I loved uh, some of the plot twists along the way, the way the game started, the way the game ended. It was just 
uh, an absolute brilliant experience all the way through. If you want to play a game that has very few flaws, Mass Effect 2 is one of those games. And, and Deadly Premonition. So Shut up about on Deadly to Premonition. Five. I'm just going to ignore Stuart. <laughs> for the best. Controversial very few pick. flaws. Controversial pick for me on number five. Uh-oh. Is going to be PUBG. PUBG. Also, I think that will be higher. Yeah, I think it's tough. It's tough. Uh, but PUBG, um, I bought a new PC for it. I streamed a lot of it. I absolutely loved PUBG when it came out. Unfortunately, I don't play it as much these days. My road to getting a chicken dinner uh, was very, very tough. And, but um, so satisfying it, when you did it on solo. Oh, I, well, I did. Not only did I do it, I did it in front of everybody yeah, exactly. at the meetup, which was crazy. Yeah. Uh, and I, I really do think that's one of my favorite um, sort of experiences of the decade of me winning and getting that chicken dinner. What, it was not meeting up, Duke. Uh, not meeting Duke. No. Uh, <laughs> that was a third dinner. or fourth. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, so I absolutely love it. Um, PUBG. Uh, nothing, else to, nothing else to say about it, and my time is up. It kind of spawned a genre, which is pretty impressive. I mean, it wasn't yeah. necessarily the first Battle Royale game necessarily, but it did it very well. It, it, it did it well. It, did it established it well the ways of doing things in that I, genre. I, I went back to PUBG recently. I was like, man, this game is fucking jank. All right? Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> this game, it's like somebody... I, I'm not surprised that Fortnite overtook it. Because yeah. A, it's free, and B, it's polished, right? Right, you know, and it's it's like if somebody just did PUBG better, then they would it would be the biggest game in the world, and they did. Right. So anyway, uh, but PUBG's jack as fuck. Number you four, know what, though, it did all right. It did all right. Yeah, they're not sweating over there. No. Uh, number four on my top ten games of the decade is Portal Two. Yay! Portal Wow. <laughs> not Portal. not as high as I thought. Now Portal Two uh, is. Uh, one of the very few games uh, I almost did this with Spider-Man but I didn't one of the very few games that I finished it played it again immediately and finished mm. it again and played it again that's right I played it three times wow. in a row uh, unbelievable and uh, I just I couldn't believe that they pulled it off I was so worried about Portal 2 because it was it was a follow up to Portal and Portal was such a big thing back then and I was just like they're never going to do it they're never going to pull it off and uh they did and and it's just phenomenal and they uh you know i heard a few people talk about portal 2 and the you know the goo gooey stuff you know where the where you're bouncing off stuff and I, I thought it added loads to it i really really liked it yeah. and the ending is phenomenal um so yeah portal 2 is my number four of the decade yay all right now we're getting some serious shit yeah now. this is where Three, it gets baby. down top three uh, I think I'm just gonna put this out there. It's gonna shock you. Uh oh, what? Right, it's gonna shock you. Okay, it's not Delhi Premonition, is it? It's Delhi Premonition. <laughs> number three. Number three is GTA Five. That's not shocking. Ooh. GTA Five. No, I think it's shocking as much as you thought that would have possibly been his number no, one. No, I think I think my number one and two might shock you. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. So GTA Five. Yes. Uh, I, 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 you know what? I, I, I haven't played it for a while. It came out in 2013. Uh, I've never played it again. Um, it's probably the least engaged. It, like like I, GTA 4, I was much more engaged with. But GTA 5, I was so impressed with it. 
Uh, I have always the reason why I haven't played it again is because I'm savoring it. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm, yeah. I'm like, I know it's in the bag at some point. Oh yeah. And I want to play it again. And I, I just love that world. I love all the stuff that they've done um, with all three characters. And also, I plugged it in the other day because my niece wants to play GTA. She's 16, by the way. She's not. She's not crazy. <laughs> it's, fine. And, it's fine. And um, she, I, I, they've added like a casino and all sorts of stuff. They, yeah. The online on GTA is just unbelievable. And wasn't very good at the start, but I have had some great great laughs on gta online and i really really kind of wish I, I played a bit more of it because every time i play gta online i always think why do i play any anything else yeah. do you know what i mean like why it's got everything in it it's got like casinos yeah. in it racing shoot it's got everything i'm like i don't need to play another video game so that's why gta 5 is third on my list okay 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 number two number two Number two. Okay, this is what's going to be shocking. Here we go. Red Dead Redemption. Oh, that's all right. It's expected to be in the top three there somewhere. Yeah, what's number? We're going to be surprised at number one, man. I know, got Rockstar. You thought you called yourself a Rockstar? Yeah, exactly. You got yourself a Rockstar fanboy? Come on. Red Dead Redemption. I think it took me by surprise a little bit because I didn't really know the IP that much. Um, and then when I found that's it, right, there were games before rock- this. Yeah, one, there was right? Red Dead Revolver, which Revolver, wasn't made yeah. by Rockstar. It was made oh, okay. by uh, Capcom. Interesting. Uh, and it was it was bad. It was yeah. a bad video game. Right. Um, but Rockstar bought the IP um, along with a bunch of studios they bought, I think. And it was just kind of like a leftover IP, and they went with it. And, um, you know, it, back then, a GTA in the Wild West was, like, not even heard of. Wild West video games wasn't great. It, didn't it was great gun. That was record. it. Gun, that was it. Yeah. There's a few others, but they they never really did well commercially. Yeah, yeah. So for 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 Red Dead Redemption to to absolutely smash it, and I love uh, John Marston. So that's why Red Dead Redemption is my number one. Uh, sorry, number two. Sorry, not number. Oh my one. God, he nearly promoted it. Uh, no. All right, go on have a guess. Okay, What's here we go. One? The video game of the decade, according okay, to Chinny. Stu, you got a I'm guess? I don't a, have a guess. A serious guess. Here, here we go. Here we go. All right. Mafia 2. That is a good okay. guess. I don't think that's it. I think it's likely to be... De- Walking Dead, maybe? I don't know. Let's hear what it really is from Chinny. It's Game of the Decade. You guys are insane, The Walking Dead. My <laughs> game of the decade is Red Dead Redemption 2. Ah! Yes, motherfuckers. We, no. we are not surprised by any yes. of this. No. Yes. He was no. trying to yes. play with us. Red Dead Redemption. You like two better than one. That's interesting. I have I have been debating which one is better. Red Dead 2, Red Dead 1. Which one's better? Which one's better? And I think 2 just pips it for me. Um... I think Arthur Morgan is a better character. I think the way the game is structured is better. I think the world is more interesting. I think the characters and the camp um, uh, dynamic in the game is way better. Actually, having characters in a camp in a in a Rockstar game where you actually go up to and you know what they're about and you care when they you know like one of them might die and stuff like that and you like actually give a shit. It's quite a big deal for me. I don't really get that invested in that kind of stuff. And I was absolutely blown away by some of the story beats in this game, by some of the choices that some of the characters make, 
or some, how some of the characters end up. Um, and, and even the ending and the epilogue, because the game never fucking ends, Duke, I'm sorry, but the game never ends. Um, it just goes <laughs> on forever. That's right. And, and so many Easter eggs. There are so many things that I haven't done that are still yet to do. I absolutely adore Red Dead Redemption 2, and that's why it is my game of the decade. All right. Wow. So there you go, people. That's our games of the decade. I'm also happy. I am with Duke on this regarding Red Dead 2. Stuff just takes too long. <laughs> I mean, I haven't like played a, it enough to really respect. have an opinion, but I, I I I felt like I got sucked into the first one the way I don't get sucked into the second one for some reason. Yeah, I, I think you've got to you've got to respect that that they've done something completely different. Whereas, yeah, that's true. I I, I don't know, like games like um, a lot a lot of other games like Red Dead Redemption one is more like a video game it is right? it's, it's a it's a it's an intentionally small world you leave one area you're right into another area but with this game there's neighborhoods there's communities there's big cities like it's all very you know the biggest city in the first one was what blackpool or whatever it's called blackpool it was amazing black water comedy black water that so but it, you know and that was a pretty you know that wasn't a very big city even but in no. Red Dead 2, there's big cities. So you, I mean, they, they're going for there, scope yeah. in the second one. When, when, when you haven't been there yet, Duke, but when you go to like the big city in yeah. Red Dead 2, yeah. it's like fucking hell. This is yeah. unbelievable. Well, I think I rode through it. So it's like, yeah, it's very intense. Yeah, yeah. it's so cool. Now, this, this yeah. scope, look, I can't deny the scope of Red Dead, uh, Red Dead 2 compared to 1, but it felt a bit bloated. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I can see why you'd say that, but I, I just when I when there's a Rockstar game out, I just I'm all in. You don't you know care. I mean? you don't I'll care. read everything. I'll do everything. I'll I'll book days off work. I'm all in. I don't. I'm so like when people say, "Oh, you're biased," I'm like, "Yeah, I am." I'm well, yeah, we're biased. all biased, obviously, and I think that Chinny has chosen a game of the year that has the least areas for criticism. I recognize the story in Skyrim is pretty garbage. Stu hopefully recognizes that Deadly Premonition has a lot of things wrong with it. Oh, he oh, said he's, he's, he said he's if, if Red terrible. Dead Two, you're right. If Red Dead Two's biggest problem is that it's time. bloated, that's a pretty good recommendation for that game. So, yeah, yeah. So three of my top five are the top three of my games are all Rockstar games. Of yeah. course they are. There what else go. would we expect? Right. Yeah. And my top two were both Bethesda games. So there you go. And Stu's yeah. top game is weird and shit. Hey oh. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing has. What do you expect? Do we have emails? We, we have, have a lot of emails. <laughs> Whoa, that ruled. And the first one I see is, is Armars, is that right? It is correct. Uh, okay, here we take go. It? I, I might help you out with these emails because it's quite a lot. But so you, you go for Armars, go on. I'll go for Armars. Uh, Top 10 this year and decade. So, it's, well, it's top five this year and decade. Yeah. Okay. Uh, war up, my biatches. War up. What up? Armor. Uh, top five this year will be top something as I've hardly any played any games this year. You might want to do it in reverse order. Yeah, well, uh, number five, uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 on the Switch. Yeah, nobody Ooh. mentioned that. Uh, I completed Luigi's Mansion on the 3DS this year and I loved it. Can't believe I missed this when it came out on the Cube. And part three is every bit as good and more. Uh, number four, Virtuo Racing on the Switch. 
A remastered version of a classic high frame rate, great polygon graphics, plus online, brilliant conversion. Mm. Number What's up three, there, Switch fanboy. Number three, Gears of War 5. There you go. Wow. I am a Gears Hall 4 had a pretty shit ending, but this one, a return to form and free roaming sections are cool. Wow. Okay then. Uh, number two. It. Guess what this is on? Switch. The Switch. Yeah, Fire Emblem Three Houses. What? Uh, the latest Fire Emblem on the Switch is brilliant. A classic turn-based Fire Emblem on the big screen as well as handheld. What's not to like? People do like that game. Uh, I've never even number heard Number one, it guess what this is on? Your Switch. Switch. <laughs> number one. Are you ready? Drum roll, please. Okay, wait a minute. We got a drum roll coming. Here it comes. Whoops. Stop. Zelda Link's Awakening. Okay. A, a stunningly awesome game and in some ways better than Zelda Link to the Past. Damn, mm. that's pretty high praise. So that's his top five. I could have added the latest version of COD, but not played enough to include it in the list. That's okay. You can include it. Okay, top ten of the decade. Oh, my God. We're still Here on we the go. same email? Go ahead. Number ten, The Division. Yeah. Xbox One. Uh, the RPG and PvE aspect of this game was tremendous. I loved it, and I'm a sucker for the New York and snow. Number nine, Star Fox Zero on the Wii U. Oh, my God, that was the bad one. <laughs> uh, this is slightly ahead of F-Zero in franchises Nintendo have ignored. Zero was absolutely awesome, in my opinion. The first HD Star Fox game and the first since Assault on the GameCube. Uh, I hate to say it, but the Wii U wasn't in like full HD or anything, just saying. Uh, number eight. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey on the Switch. Uh, this was like Mass Effect 2, where it just grabbed you instantly and you played it right through to the end. Number 7, Gears of War 3, Xbox 360. More Horde mode and a fitting end to the trilogy with Marcus, Dom, Bird and Coltrane. Mm. Number 6, Street Fighter 5 PC. Wow. Love this series and it's a pain that this was a PS exclusive along with PC. Not a great start for this game, as half the features were missing, but, but, but. it has come along really well. Street Fighter Five, man. Jesus. Yeah, Street Fighter Five, man. I'm <clears throat> Number five, Forza Horizon 4. A spiritual successor to Project Gotham Racing and Test Drive Unlimited, I think the UK as a setting helped, and also Edinburgh, which was a nod towards PGR2. Oh, there you are, number five. Number four, Mario Kart 8 on Wii U mm. and Switch. Online, 12 players, 60 frames per second, and more importantly, DLC. For the first time, you have tracks based on other Nintendo games, i.e. Zelda, where instead of gold coins, you collect green rupees, and of course, being an F-Zero fanboy, tracks based on Mute City and Big Blue. You know, yeah, I should have done an honorable mention to Mario Kart 8. It is a phenomenal game. Number three. Guess what platform it's on, everyone? Switch. Switch. Zelda Breath of the Wild. Eh. None of us said Zelda Breath of the Wild. No, we did not. Mm. Take I this. played a... Oh, no. I played a shit ton of that game. Mm. Uh, we'll go down as one of the greatest games of all time. And no, I really so. won't. A superb Zelda game and stupidly huge. Too big a little bit, I think. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Dead Two. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he got you there, dude. He's got gold splattered around all of it, not fucking <laughs> emptiness. And oh, you did. Red Dead oh. Two, anyone? Small game. Two, but your gun breaks every fucking two minutes. <laughs> That's true. Number two, GTA Five, Xbox One. No words. Awesome game. Correct. And number one. His number one. Number one. Guess what platform it's on? Switch. Switch. You'd be wrong. Oh, Switch. snap. I see what you did there. Because his number one game of the decade. Drum roll, please. Okay, here we go. The number one game of the decade is... <laughs> Mass Effect 2. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The characters, the storyline, the emotional attachment to the Normandy gang ME2 is my game of the decade. Uh, Honourable mentions go to Mario Galaxy 2, Mario Maker, Zelda Link Between Worlds, and Mario 3D World. There's a bit of a theme there, by the way. Uh, Something to do with Mario. And that's it. Peace and love, Armour. Thank you, you, Armour, for taking the time. That robust list. We also have an email from Mark Singh. Oh, yeah. Uh, Okay, so he says, Evening, gents. Firstly, Happy New Year to you all. Um, Here's a pick of the bunch. Game of the Year. Uh, And he just just lifts off his favorite game. So, uh, is Days Gone. Yeah. Okay. That's his top game of the year. A game that I first saw, I wanted immediately, and it took so long for it to come out. The more I saw of it, the less I wanted it. But then the reviews dropped, uh, and it came out at a quiet time. So I did uh, what I do best. And that's by every shiny new game that comes out. So um, it feels that way. Absolutely love the game. The atmosphere was amazing. Enjoyed riding the bike, trying to conserve my fuel and running down hills to make sure I had enough to get to my location. Looking forward to Days Gone 2. Wow. Days Gone. I've heard nobody mention Days Gone. Nope. Didn't play it. I was like, the the reviews weren't great. So I was like, nah, I'll pass. Uh, game of the decade first place goes to the witcher i think he means the witcher 3 of course um, yeah uh, this is in fact my most favorite game of all time i've really enjoyed the netflix series as well closely followed by gta 5 um which um when you think it was out on the 360 and not the xbox one uh so hopefully gta 6 is in the new consoles at some point that is all folks from mark there you go. All right. Lovely. Thanks, Mark. Uh, right. Next email tonight is off Peter Robson. Peter, Peter. And he says, hi, folks. Hello. Hello. Good evening, veterans. Hello. Uh, I hope you all had a great festive season. We did. We did. I think we did. Do you have a good one, Chinny? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, and, and Duke, good festive season. Yeah, it was season. great. A lot of resting. Uh, thanks as always for doing the show. It's much appreciated. Also, a special thanks to the to the listener contributions of late. They've been fantastic. Ooh. My first Fallout game was New Vegas. Well, with young kids at the time, it passed me by. So just before Christmas, I purchased it for PC. Oh, yeah. And I'm really enjoying it. Really? So when I heard Chini playing The Outer Worlds recently, I thought, eh, sounds like something I should be playing. Especially since it was being held as a spiritual successor to New Vegas. That's what I hear. I have to say, I don't get it. Wow. Uh-oh. I get half an hour in every time and just want to murder everyone. 
Dreadful characters, dated graphics, and repetitive quests. Wow. Damn. This is the first bad thing I've heard about it. If Fallout 5 comes out and it's just a room full of terminals with Preston Garvey standing in the middle complaining about settlements, (laughs) I think I'll still enjoy it more than this inexplicably highly rated mess. Go and spread the word of the Minutemen. Jesus. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you for the email. Yeah, that's your fault. You need bought that game on your advice. Oh, no. I feel so bad. Your fault. Uh, Your fault. I didn't didn't make the game. (laughs) It's your Uh, fault. You made it. it. I liked it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, next email is from Mark, or Gunslinger, as we know him. Indeed. He came to the uh, arcade club uh, last, well, yeah, last year. Um, so he says, hello, guys. Hello. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you want. <laughs> don't know if I speak at what... I uh, hope you guys had a good new year. My top 10 was harder to create than I originally thought it would be. Yeah, we all have uh, that. We have been spoilt in the last 10 years. So yes, this is his top 10 for, the, for the decade. Here we go. Of the decade. Uh, number 10, Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, it was a good game. I should have put it in my honorable mentions. Thank you. Number 9. He must have made an error because he put this very low. Uh, number 9, GTA 5. That's Woo! good. Number 8, Resident Evil 2 Remake. Number seven, Far Cry 3. Number six, Rainbow Six Siege. Number five, The Witcher 3. Number yeah. four, Astro Bot. What? Number three. Uh, it's a kind it's of a, uh, PSVR game. Okay. VR, yeah. Uh-huh. Astro Bot. Um, number three. He must have made an error. He must have done these upside down. Number three, uh, Borderlands 2. Oh, that's a good game. Sorry, I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> number two, Marvel Spider-Man. Correct. Wow. Okay. Uh, number one, The Last of Us. Oh, snap. Oh, didn't even make our list. That's terrible. Yeah, interesting. Damn. Some pretty standard for most people in there. Last of Us, Witcher 3, Far Cry, uh, GTA 5, Bioshock. Yeah. You say Last of Us didn't make any of our like, top That's 10. That's true. And... Bioshock didn't make uh, Infinite didn't take any of our top ten, uh, but Borderlands two and Siege um, are more about the game time spent playing with them with friends. And if you really have enjoyed playing with them with mates or randoms, I think they make it into these lists. Not just because it's a great game, but because of the experience. Is there any games that you have enjoyed more or hold more fondly than you would have because experienced them with others? Yep. Look forward to another year of veteran gamers, Gunslinger. So any games that you don't particularly hold on a high rank, but is good because you've had good times in it. I think yep. for me, Rocket League and oh, yeah. um, uh, what would I say? Rocket. I've had. I haven't played much of it, but um, Rainbow Six um, Siege. Mm-hmm. I've had some good times with that. I played with um, Step J and Hards uh, and Nicole um, on that. And I had some great times, but I haven't. But you know, I don't really play the game that much. But I've had some really good times with that. Has anybody else have a game that they don't really uh, rate that? Probably much, the, but... the the division, I guess. <clears throat> yeah. Because yeah. I, I wouldn't have, have even dreamt of putting it on my top ten list, but I did play a lot of that game and did enjoy it. You know, I enjoyed playing it. And and Destiny. Yeah, Destiny, being Destiny totally too. Honest, the original They're Destiny, good. I played a shit ton of that as well. Yeah. Well, they would have never made it onto my top ten lists. Yeah. No. So there you yep. go. That's me. Good Anything stuff. for you, Duke? Yeah. Nope. Got it all. Thanks. Nope. Next. All uh, right. I've got the next email. It's it's actually not in the email list, so you won't have got this one, Ginny. 
Come. This has come to me personally. Oh, right. personal. Ooh. Uh, Welcome to Veteran Gamers After Dark. Oh, yeah. And he's from Graham. Uh, Graham, and he says, uh, Hi, all. Hello. Uh, there's a little point me trying to tell you the games of this year because I don't have time to play any recent games anymore. So all of my games are a few years old. That's okay. And much better value for money. Welcome to my world. But the games of the decade, in no real order, are Prison Architect. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Prison Architect. Ah, forgot a lot of but stuff. interesting. I'm not bothered about ah. my residential zone being too close to my industrial zone, but catching prisoners smuggling knives out of the canteen to stab guards with kept me playing for hours. No, I've got to rewrite my fucking I know, how would you not included this, Chitty? How is this possible? And you, you did not include a game which I've just suddenly realised I was going to call you out and then just remembered it now, which I'm absolutely amazed at. What? Minecraft. Well, that didn't, that came out sort of before the decade. 2009. I looked at it, I originally had it, then I checked the date and it doesn't count. 2009. Yeah. I'll let you off then. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, Yeah, that's all right. Uh, (laughs) Borderlands 2. Yeah, it's good. Arguably, lots of the same with a few new features, but if you enjoy shooting stuff for no particular reason, then this delivered exactly what you expected. They did it really well. They had funny characters. Uh, Yeah. Tiny Tina is a great character. Uh, Portal 2. Yes. Obviously, just a great game, well written, and with puzzles that make you kick yourself. That you didn't see the obvious solution sooner. Yeah. And now he's put Minecraft. Minecraft, possibly the only game that people are still playing nine uh, years later. So he thinks that came out. I think the official release date was 2010. But it's not. There's no. Was it not in sort of early access or something? Well, not you said access, fuck but... Google right. before, so I guess this isn't reliable, but. 17th of May. 2009. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, and I've seen it on like official like well, website fuck, lists. As fuck well. them. Yeah, really. And which <laughs> anyway. version? Because it's still being changed and updated. I don't know. First released uh, in the public seventeenth May two thousand nine. His Re- Red Dead Redemption. Oh, oh now you got Chinese attention. I've not played the second one very much like Duke, <gasps> but the I played it a little bit. I didn't buy a new <laughs> console to not play it on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spend 30 hours riding a horse? Sure, why not? Uh, good luck for the next decade, Graham. I can't believe, Graham, that I forgot Prison Architect. That's so annoying. I know, you played a lot of that Fuck. game. I might have to replace Rocket League with Prison Architect. No, you do not! <laughs> now, I, think, I, think you would, I think that would definitely edge out Rocket League for sure. Definitely. Uh, I think you've got to do it, GD. It's got to be that, but Mark of the Ninja's number 10, so if I put it on, it's going to knock out Mark yes, of the Ninja. Is. Oh. Well, no, if you take Rocket League off, it's not like Rocket League. It's like, it's shit in it. Yeah, hey, 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 hey. You played hey. way more Prison Architect than Rocket League. Fuck that, Grant, for ruining the show. Um, got to keep it real, Ginny. Got to right. keep it real. Our next email is from Lewis. Lewis. Lewis says, hello, veterans. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Hello. Uh, we are now in the 20s. Yes, we are. Uh, which is a bit odd, but never the mind. It's a 20s. new decade. And since I live, I sorry, it says I live or live. Uh, since I love, I think he's what he's trying to say, a good list. I'm going to tell you my top 10 games of the decade. Go ahead, shoot uh, me. Okay, he's, he's also made the Minecraft error, but we'll get to that. Uh, number 10, Mario Kart 8. 
Okay. Deluxe. Switch. Number nine, Enter the Gungeon, which okay. everybody loves, like but that. we have never played. Nope. Uh, number eight, Bomber Crew. Okay. This is a game where you play a bomber and you it's kind of like... Um, oh, fuck. What's that game? Where you've got to control <laughs> the ship and it's like... Oh, FTL. No, FTL. Yeah. It's kind of like that. <clears throat> number seven, Mario Odyssey. Number six, Dirt 4. He oh, likes yeah? driving. Sure. Number five, Farming Simulator 15. Wow, really? I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't pick any of the newer ones as this is the one I played for two years. Okay. Uh, can I just say, by the way, can I just say? Say it. Uh, the initial release of Minecraft was the 17th of May 2009. Fine, then we're moving it, on because we're but, done with that. Oh, but, but why is this so important it, to you, Stuart? It was first released to the public on 17th of May 2009 as a developmental release. It wasn't no officially released until shit. 2010. No one cares. Um, right. Just no saying. I'm just saying. Just like to clarify. Like anybody fucking gives a shit. Well, we obviously do. Like anybody fucking gives a shit. All right, number four. Fords are six. Is there six Fords? I guess Jesus so. Christ. Oh, my God. Uh, number three. Forza Horizon 4. He likes okay. driving games. He likes driving number, games. Number two. Minecraft. Minecraft. Uh, it didn't come out this. Uh, 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 by the way, it's by fine. the way, it actually officially came out. Oh, in for God's sake, Stuart, you gotta oh, let it go. Man, you Also, like, why isn't Stu talking? I guess he's gonna let it go. No, he's no, reading no, more things version, to yell at us about. Beta and was released as a full <gasps> version in November 2011. Oh, you know, right, technically, fine. Rust didn't even come out this decade. It still isn't. Well, just right. saying, it counts. It's, it's in the decade. Fine. It counts. Right, done. You won. Congratulations. Does he feel better? No. Cling it to your it's victory, pointless. Stuart. It'll make you feel happy. Right. Well, look, we've got to get the facts right because it only puts someone along the email in and go, oh, "You were wrong. You did really." Fine. The fact is, no, Deadly whatever. Premonition is shit. There's a fact yes, for you. That's a fact. <laughs> right. And my I'm number so one game. This is Lewis. Shut up. This is Lewis's I'm email. Hey, stop interrupting Lewis's email. Right, and my number one game of the decade. Not only is it my favourite game of all time, uh, to nobody's surprise, is GTA V. This game changed what I think when I play a game. Uh, uh, not only is it a masterpiece, but it's given me so much enjoyment, I could play it forever. Oh, forever. and my game of forever. 2019 is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, snap. Uh, anyway, now it's time for a big question this uh, week. So that leads me to say thank you so much for another year of podcast. I hope You're you welcome. have a good new year. Good new year. And bye for now, Lewis. Bye. Thank you, Lewis. Thank you, Lewis. Okay. Uh, next email is from Luke Cobby. Yeah. And Luke uh, has entitled this email Skyrim, Skyrim, Skyrim. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Thank you, Lewis. Oh, wait. No, it's not if Lewis. You if you hadn't got it from the title... My game of the decade is fucking Skyrim. Oh, yeah. Thumbs up. Uh, Lewis was the last one. Who's this? This is this Luke. Luke. Luke, sorry. Copy. Thank you, Luke. Uh, thanks for the many years of this awesome show. Regards, Cobby. Cobby. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Nice nice Succinct, sure. to the point, and correct. Booyah. Bam. Fucking Skyrim. Fuck you. Boom. Hey. Bam. You're all wrong. <laughs> Fuck you. Minecraft came in 2009. Fuck you. <laughs> Boom. Right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, this is from the great L. Uh, What's up, L? As... No, L. L. Great owl. Welcome. L. Jason. Owl. Got a hair. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Uh, 
Um, You've got to say it right, Chinny. You got to He's got like four different fucking names. <laughs> Chinny's <Jason>. hair. <laughs> Fred's jockstrap. Big yeah. owl. Okay, Jason says, uh, your lists are fine, but I loved the full motion video games. Uh, I love slash hate Death Stranding. I still love Red Dead Redemption 2. I still love Hyperlight Drifter below and Stu, Deadly. I know. Nish. He's got taste. The man's got taste. More than any release in 2019. I'm giving Kentucky Route Zero my game of the year because that bastard has been a century in the making. Coming to a console near you. Dreams is something special if you're a kid with little responsibilities. <laughs> Stu, the <laughs> PS4 sale is coming to a close. Um, uh, what do you recommend before the discounts are gone? Your arch nemesis, Taco. Uh, zero time dilemma. Zero time dilemma. Mm. There you go. There you go. That was his follow-up email, so I just... That's so Jason, I Jason and I agree on our love for Red Dead Redemption. We both love it. We absolutely love those games. Um, I played Kentucky Route Zero, Jason, and fucking hated it so much. <laughs> I can't believe that two people that have such a close affiliation. I love Kentucky Red Route Zero. Oh god! But, but it's a massive nightmare because it's taken so long to come out. You forget what the hell the story is. It's it's the episode even, one, I was just like, oh my. It's god. not even the easiest story to follow. So it's like, we're still waiting for the final part of this thing. So when that's going, is anyone's frigging guess? Uh, right, next email, Stuart. Uh, that's it, as far as I know, unless there's no, something I've missed. Uh, Antonio Phillips has emailed. Yeah! What, literally just now. I've been checking as well. Antonio! Yeah, really that was at half nine. Uh, oh. Antonio <laughs> says... Oh, I can't even see that. Weird. Well, you- uh, well, y'all, it looks like it's that time of year again where we'll come around a game, movie, album, piece of media that we've consumed over the year, decade. Heck, I did it with movies. Well, I'm sure you have been bombarded with many personal opinions of best games and such on top of perhaps of personal opinions of worst and most disappointing. Although my list, be it a bit different from others out there, I would like to reach a branch out to games that came out this decade that may have been overlooked and would like to shout them out instead of listing my game of the year. So these are games that have been overlooked. Okay. Overlooked. Like <clears throat> Firstly, shout out to my game, favorite game of 2018, Astrobot Rescue hey, Mission. Well, this didn't get overlooked. Somebody mentioned it on the email. Um, no game has given me such a big smile in such a long time with its wonderful art style, gameplay, and soundtrack. One of the best platformers I have ever played that uses the PSVR's unique features to such a great extent where it feels like you are a character watching over the Astrobots. Yeah. Okay, next game. World War Z. Hmm. Uh, the game you want Left 4 Dead 3? Give this a shot. With its constant free updates and fun like Left 4 Dead gameplay, I keep coming back to have casual games with pals time and time again. Oh, and it's on Game Pass. I've seen this on Game Pass. Uh, next, he says, Ollie Ollie 2. Fun to pick up yeah, and play. Yeah, this is good. Arcade. I agree with him. Yeah, big up. Yeah, fun to pick up and play. Arcade game about skating. I came back time and time again to play it on my Vita. Uh, Late Shift. I personally think interactive movies has potential, and I think Late Shift is the best example of that, thanks to its reasonable budget and possible paths. A game I see as a personal 
Pers- personal inspiration. It's not as good as I Polybius, but yeah. It's not as good as what? Polybius. Polybius. No. Antonio's game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I could rattle on, but it'll end with Naruto. Shit. Of course it will. Nah, I kid. Uh, but I would like to shout out Dragon Ball Z Fighter Z. Sorry, one of the best uh, mechanical fighter game fighting games out there, despite its source material. Uh, need a great fighting game in your life? Give it a look. Cool. Bye. And Bye. Me. Thank you. Um, also, uh, Jason Goher has emailed again. There's a um, uh, Number one, zero time dilemma. Two, pray. Just play the games I've already bought. And wait on <laughs> no, next no, that's, I've just answered that email. I don't know. I don't know. Why are you having a private email with him? I know. I no, thought the whole idea of emails is to like email, he sent should I buy any games from the PlayStation sale? Okay. And then he sent a follow-up email with the games he might want to buy, I'm guessing. So oh. I said, yeah, get Zero Time Dilemma. Or well, his third option is just play the games I've already bought and wait for the next sale. That, yeah, that's that, what you should though. do, Jason. That's yes, do that. Do that. Okay, we are done with emails. What a marathon that. I know. Thank you, everybody, who sent your emails in. Now, now I'm going to do something controversial at this Uh-oh. point. What's whoa, that? Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you ready? Ready. Whoa. Here's a controversial. Uh, yes, uh, Jay has very kindly obviously spent a lot of time putting a quiz together for yes, this Yes, and week. he's expecting but... to have it played right now. So let's do it. No. Oh man! Let's let's give him a week off, and we'll do this quiz next week. I'm yeah, okay we with that, off. but I think it's going to be heartbreaking to him because he works so hard. And I know. So, but he has sent it. He has sent his games of the year in a, yes. in, a, in another speak pipe. So we'll play yeah. that one. Okay, so it's speak pipe time then. Speak pipe. Speak pipe. It's the way to leave a no, message. No, I can see Jay being like, wait a minute, hang on. It's like his friends are like, come on, let's go. He's like, I gotta finish this quiz so it'll be on this week's show. And then we're like, eh, we're not gonna play it this week. Fuck you, Jay. Oh, no, no, no. It's All right, just here's his speak pipe. Save, Shut up. Save. Go ahead, okay. play it. Why isn't it playing? Speak pipe, what's wrong with your website? Suddenly, the speak pipe website does not want to play this audio. What's going oh, on? No. Download. Can you download it? Okay, it's downloading. Broke it. Here we go. Hello, veteran gamers. It's Jay here, just doing his best games of the last decade bit. So here we go, in no particular order. The video game of the decade. Dead from Telltale, Grand Theft Auto V, Far Cry 3, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which is by far the best Assassin's Creed game because you're essentially a pirate. What's better than that? Uh, Mass Effect 2 and 3 and Andromeda. I don't care Mm. who has no love for Andromeda, but I fucking loved Andromeda. It's brilliant, and I won't hear another word about it now. Batman Arkham Asylum, best Batman game ever. The Last of Us, which... Eh is arguably my favorite game of all time and dishonored which was a surprise that came from nowhere never heard of it fucking amazing so that concludes my top 10 games of the last decade i'm sure there are games i've missed which i will be kicking myself in the bottom for later Skyrim. but um there you go Red Dead too. as you would say Dead now so i'm gonna go now and um 
have a tea. Bye. All right. Thanks, Jay. Dishonored. Forgot Skyrim, all about that game. Hello. Yeah, Dishonored's good. Oh, put it on my top. No, it would have got an honourable mention, though. Honourable no, mention. I didn't yes. even honourable mention it, Jay. Dishonourable mention, more like, with Chinny. Ah. <laughs> it was a good game. Right. I enjoyed it. I, I, yeah. I did enjoy it. I don't know why I'm shitting on it. I liked mm. it. Because it's fun. It. Right. Well, uh, that's it. I think we're done as far as... It's time for a shout-out. Hey! Uh... I would like to shout out everybody that has emailed. Um, I sent a lot of tweets out today, and everybody responded. And thank you for that. Um, next week, we're going to probably talk about what's coming up. Yeah, so, and the games we've been indeed. playing over the last three weeks because we haven't had a chance to talk about those. No, I've got a list on a wooden floor. I'm oh, ready to go. Fake wooden yes. floor. Fake uh, floor. Jay in yeah. the chat has just said, no quiz. Right. Where's my noose? Uh, <laughs> doing that um, <laughs> so if you want to email us, podcast.veterangamers.co.uk uh, and talk about games that you are looking forward to uh, this... 2020, baby. Yeah, yeah, what's coming up that you're excited about? If and, and Cyberpunk is one of those games where kind of everybody either's sick of it or they can't wait for it. So they're like either side of the fence. Which side are you? Um, yeah, so thank you to everybody that's responded to to, to the emails and stuff. That's Brilliant. right. I will give I'm a shout out once again to Antonio oh. for the Rocket League love and the other two friends of mine, Beef for Bex and Jake the Dog, aka uh, Fym Ether. So thanks to them for rekindling my love and my faith in the people who play Rocket League. Stu, go ahead. There you go. Uh, I was gonna give a very special shout out to Duke. Aww. Oh, because right, he made my decade. Aww. <gasps> meeting Duke, Yay. meeting Duke, one of the favourite things of the decade for well, me. You so I thought I'd mention a shout out for my favourite thing of the decade. Absolutely, same with y'all. And meeting everybody there was there that day. Jay and Rich and uh, Robin and Robin and Antonio and Mark Batman. and Batman and Kay and Millie yeah, and Tara. Batman. And Mike um, and Pete. Who am I you forgetting? You also did something that made Kay's decade. Oh, what's that? Which was, was he to raw crumpet in the airport? And oh, yeah, that's like, right. Like, <laughs> tasted wrong. Unbelievable. Oh, nasty. Brilliant. Yep. Best thing ever. Yep. Um, yeah, my, my other shout outs just go to all the people I've met this year, you know, to sort of just meeting people all the time. You know, when we have the meetup at Arcade Club, it's great meeting everyone there. You know, Greg coming over this year, Fraser coming over. It's great, isn't it? Gary coming over. It was just it's just been a crazy year of meeting people. Um so yeah, it's been a brilliant year. Really, really great year. Uh, there great are, decade, by the way, year. by the way, um just wanna uh talk about this now. Um uh Matt in the chat asked if if he did a meet up in the summer for the veteran gamers, would we go? Um but I'm, uh, maybe if maybe if you did it next year, because we're already planning this year's. Yeah, we're you know I mean? planning planning leads, aren't we? We're planning, so it's a bit in the middle for everybody then. But but like Bristol, I suppose is in the middle for other people. It depends. It is, but it? it's not it's not in the middle for say someone from Scotland. No, I know, but like it's not in the middle for someone in Devon. Do you know what I mean? No, I get <laughs> or Bristol. You. I get or you, Bristol. But it's not. It's not like, look, I don't want to say bad things about Matt, but he's nowhere near the middle of the country. Just saying. Uh, well, 
The Midlands is the middle of the country. <laughs> yeah, I know, but Leeds is nearer to the Midlands than Bristol is. Uh, I don't think so. I think you'll find it is. I think you'll find it fucking ain't. I think you'll find it fucking is. <laughs> I, I think, think you'll find you could have this discussion after the right, show. Right, anyway, anyway, it's right, quicker stop to it, go up the add one to Leeds okay. than it is to get to Bristol. The answer, the answer to the question is, Matt, I think... We, I would love to come to a meetup in Bristol. But well, what he's trying to say is it's a no, Matt. No, 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 no. No, I think this year... In we'll, a nice already... way. Oh, my God, Stu. Right. <laughs> I've already, we've already started planning this year's one. And to have one in the summer and EGX might be a bit much. But next year, we could do something. Um, so, it's not. It's a not yet. Something's but happening. Something's happening. We are thinking about doing a meetup in around about April. Um, it might be in Leeds. It might be yes. back in Bury. We're not sure yet. Um, but I just want to put that out there as well so everybody knows. Yeah, I would say Leeds is easier to get to for mostly everybody. It uh, would, Yeah, it would be good to, to do it at a different place, but it's yeah. the same, owned by the same people kind of thing. But we're, I'm, I want to see how big it is. Um, if it's yeah, not... I, I must admit, I haven't seen the Leeds venue, so I have is, no if, idea. Because if it's small, then it's going to be a bit shit in it. Like, uh, I don't be... think it is. I think it's a similar size, is my understanding. But I don't know. I don't know. Don't... Well, I'm sure we'll there's. A... If only we had the internet to find out. Yeah. I'm thinking. I've even picked a temporary date, right? But I'm not sure if this works for everybody, right? Do you want me to read it out? Ready for this? Can do. It's, um... This isn't confirmed, by the way. This no, it's... Have... no, no, no. Uh, the 11th of April. Yeah, it was a similar day last year, wasn't it? Yeah. The 11th or the 25th is what I'm thinking of April. So I'm putting feelers out there, Stu. See what people say. Yeah. Can can I just say, I'm having a look at Arcade Club Leeds here on a video on YouTube. Oh, yeah. It's quite small. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's it's all right, you know what I mean? If you were just in Leeds, <clears throat> it's yeah. fine. I'm just watching, you know, maybe there's another room I'm not seeing, so we'll just see what happens. I'll, I'll You carry no. on. Well, I'll keep looking. No, we're not going to wait here for you to watch a fucking video. That's no, the this end is of the great radio. Show. Let's listen to this. There you go. All right, uh, are we done? That's it. I think we're done, aren't we? I think we're yeah, done. Yeah, I think we're definitely done. Thanks for listening, uh, everybody. Game of the Year, Game of the Decade, episode done. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 won. Congratulations, Red Dead Redemption 2. Here's to another uh, awesome decade on the horizon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so this is the, shut up, kid. the 10th year of the Veteran Gamers. Oh, like, I know we, we podcast before yeah. uh, I know. We were Veteran Crazy. Gamers, but, but now this is, we started. Officially. The, Officially. The, the Veteran Gamers started January 2010. Dude. So, it, dude. so this is probably. So this the is the podcast of the decade. This is yep. our podcast. show. Yeah. This is 10 years of Veteran Gamers. 10 years gamers of this today. shit. You're welcome. World. Wow. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and how are y'all still with us? Like, there should be nobody listening to this. 
Yeah. No, how are we all still doing this? The thing like, is, it's... like, you, you do get people that drop off the face of the earth. And yeah. I think what happens there is that A, they realize we're awful, or B, yeah. their, their life situation changes. Where they <laughs> I actually have something to do with my time now. I don't yeah, have to like listen they, to these They don't heads. have a big commute, or they can't yeah, listen right, to work. Exactly. Or, so that's kind of But as soon as they leave, it seems someone else steps in. And they, not yeah. only will I listen, I'll spend... 15 hours making a fucking quiz for these idiots and then they won't play it well yeah. we will do next week we will do next keep week. your knickers on uh. jesus christ whatever happened to steve where did he go steve which steve steve which steve? Steve? used to used to play the thingy for him the 21 pilots thing oh that's right i don't know truck driver steve yeah i don't know people maybe maybe he's not a truck driver anymore don't know weird isn't it where are you, Mr. Steve? I still Mr. have the sound clips. Mr. That's Steve. Me. Yeah, what yeah. happened to Mr. Steve, man? Mm-hmm. He got he a go? different. He, Where did he go? Ended. He started working from home, and there's no reason to listen to us. Like Chinny said. Yeah. All right. No, he's, he's still got the large orange over. He just, listens, he just sits yeah. there in silence. He's he's rather just, than that. He pretends he's playing Euro Truck Simulator 2. Yeah. All right, we're done.